Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. Uh, we are a Starburns audio podcast that has been called, honestly, one of the best podcasts out there by Kev369. And you know he's telling the truth because he tells the truth 365 days of the year. Plus the extra four the extra leap four. day years. Right. Days. Or he just tells the truth double on four, two, two <laughs> days, giving him four extra truth-telling days. Right? Does yeah, that math add up? It does. <laughs> uh, thanks for the review, Kev369. If you'd like to help us out, you can rate and review and subscribe to us on uh, on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Um, and our YouTube channel. We will start putting videos out. I don't know if we will. We will. You might. I don't know if I will. But it, 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 like, I like the idea of us watching the same UFO video and both of us narrating it or picking it apart. Yeah, well... That sounds great. In concept, it's great. I just don't know if it'll ever happen. Well, we could just do like a Twitch. We'll, um, wor- we'll work it out behind the scenes. So we're, we're aboard the uh, SSRLSF, and uh, we're zooming around space, and I hear we've got a, a request this, this week for, for where, we're, where we're headed. Yeah, uh, Pancakes Now wants us to go to the Tough Looser Nebula and look for the smallest moon around Nerf Derf B1. Uh-huh. I guess he left his good bike seat by Lake Nanini, and if we find it, let him know. Said they also have great shawarma, so it's worth it for that. I'm not into shawarma. Now, who who sent that? Pancakes now. Is that a is that a Avengers thing? Because they eat shawarma at the end of uh, one of the Avengers. They're just trying. I thought to... that too. But oh I think... hi, hello. <laughs> oh look, look who it is. Aboard I want to our... say real Did quick. You stow aboard our ship. I did. Hello. I think that shawarma is good. You just haven't had the best. Well, now what is it? I don't well, think I've like ever lamb, had it. It's like a lamb gyro. <clears throat> euro? Whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, euro. Well, I think I, you can say it either way. I I, you're right. I don't like lamb. Go on. But it, it, I think you can also do chicken, but it's just like it's. they put it on this like spinning thing and they just shave it off. Cover. It's co- It's spinning on, on and it's covered in seasonings and it, as it heats up, it drips all over. From Sounds the top great. To the bottom. It's oh, actually no, no. delicious. If you go to San Francisco, they, do they have. No, do they put uh, tahini sauce on it? Yeah, and like also very spicy gazutite. <laughs> spicy <laughs> sauce. See, and so shawarma is just basically a euro with cucumbers. It's a it's a lamb stuff? burrito. Well, you know what? Have you ever had that cucumber salad that has the yogurt sauce? Yeah. They put that in it. It's pretty good. With I lamb. feel like I've had. I've definitely had that. Then yeah. I just didn't know I was having it. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I'm pro shawarma. I, I do like the flavor of that, but uh, I just, you know, lamb. There's a, a flavor that sneaks up behind you. It's like, it's <laughs> like, it, while I'm eating it, I'm like, oh, well, there's that there too. That's why I'll just take chicken all the time because chicken just gives you like a no you're, surprises. You're, you're tasting like you're tasting the spices and the sauce instead of the meat. If yeah. that makes sense. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's like, like I like the like I I've been eating a lot of uh uh vegan meats lately and I'm pretty impressed with a lot of them. I'm yeah, like I'm like not you know bad. What? for the most part I just need the texture, you know, when it deli, uh, but they, the deli they have not nailed the texture. It's always so spongy. It's hard to get I mean yeah, it's but gonna I, be like I use the thinnest slices, you know, like a right. couple slices just to get the feeling of uh uh-huh. the secret is covering it in like barbecue sauce or ketchup or something. I don't like the sweet uh, sauces, though. Oh, well, I can't help you there. I do. I do onions, mayonnaise, mustard. Uh, there you go. Lettuce. That's fine. 
and the meat and the cheese. On what? A sandwich? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, you just described a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, I could, my, uh, yeah, I'm just saying, what? If, how come they don't have vegan shawarma yet? Uh, they, I don't think there's do. a market. Go to I Cougar. Know. I don't think there is either. Yeah, I know. I bet they. The, I bet they do. I bet they have the tofu. Sounding name. I Cougar? can't go there. For, yeah. Maybe it's something they can't crack. They Cougar, tried. Cougar is a is a local. It sounds like a yogurt store, but it's not. It's just uh, what we're oh, talking yeah. about. Oh <laughs> yeah. That's the place by the drawing room. Hey, yeah, it's fine. Come on into Cougart. <laughs> I just hate when I drive by and I see it, the sign. Uh, I spilled my Cougart all over me. <laughs> uh, if you don't recognize his voice, our guest this episode is our lovely friend Abed Gaith. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I probably sound more like calm, right? Is this a third time episode? I don't know. Maybe. I was on with Callie and I was on by myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think this is the third time, yeah. Okay, let's do a quick wow scale because I don't know if we did it. We did, but I don't remember what I. That's why on. we'll do a really quick one. Okay, just All rapid right. fire. Sure. Do you believe in aliens? Yes. Uh, do you believe that aliens are on Earth currently? Not currently, but I believe they've been here. Okay. Uh, ghosts. Yes. You believe in ghosts? Do you have a ghost story? I do. Mine's creepy. <laughs> Well, we probably heard it already, right? I don't think you have. Oh, you haven't? We haven't? I don't think, because me and Willie talked on the phone, and I was like, I have a good ghost story, and it, you know, it'll never leave my brain, and it's like... Well, should we do it or not? Let's, let's, let's do the wow scale first, then we'll do your ghost story. Yeah, okay. Okay, Bigfoot? No. Um, what about... Superst- oh, sorry. Superstitions? S- sort of. Any? I'm half and half on superstitions. Because I, I notice patterns... And weird uh, coincidences, but I don't necessarily think, like, I'm not superstitious. You know, I don't like You go, can spill the salt. Yeah, and I, I can rub my head with jelly, whatever that other one is. <laughs> rub your head with jelly. You know that that one? And then you, no. you spin around twice and sing what? happy birthday to a hamster. No, I'm making it up. It's <laughs> Were you making it up from the beginning or is rubbing your head? No, I, I just tried to think of another dumb, like, similar to what people believe. Okay. Um, uh, well, you took mine. I was going to say superstitions. Um, JFK, you think the government was involved in a oh, conspiracy? Oh, yeah. Of course. The whole thing is, like, hugely suspicious. Uh, you're like a five. Like, right in the middle. Yeah, I'm in the middle, I'd say. Okay, cool. What's your ghost story? Well, uh, so we have a mutual friend, and I was sleeping at his house, and... Um, oh, shit. Who? No. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, okay. But okay. no, it wasn't him. Um, <laughs> I guess I can say it's Matt Danner, but I was sleeping in. He had this like side room, and I was too drunk one night, and I decided to sleep. And I think I went to bed at like 3 a.m., right? And so I'm, sl- I'm, I'm laying in bed, and I hear noises in the attic, and it sounds like someone's up there because it sounds like creaking sounds, like someone's walking around, but it's like they're circling right above me. Should I wait? Hold for plane? No. No, it's not it's like a movie. Really. Just pretend these are the noises in the attic. Yeah, so it's like it sounds like that. <laughs> and then and then I'm I'm just like I can't sleep because I can swear that someone is up there, that they're just like walking around, but I'm like I'm like, what the fuck? Like it, it's driving me crazy. And so I can't sleep and I'm just like freaking out a little bit. And then as daylight comes, it sounds like a vacuum. Like, all the sounds just got sucked up. It was just like... And then I heard just normal 
be- birds chirping and normal life sounds going on. <laughs> but I, I swear I heard that sort of like the darkness or whatever that was getting pulled away as soon as the light came. So that's why I knew it was a ghost. So you stayed up all night? Yeah, because I was terrified. I like didn't know. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then when I asked Matt later, he gave me this like sort of like comical like, oh, I know. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, he knew it, the house was haunted. Because he lives in a house that Francis Ford Coppola lived in when he was, like, a por- uh, he used to re- work on porn. Like, do sound for porn. Uh-huh. Like, in the 70s. Were they snuff films or how? No, how, no, just, like. Well, then how would that? I don't know. But, I mean, he lived there back in the day. So, you know, Coppola lo- would, would love a haunted house. Like, that's his thing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's creepy. creepy Is it his thing? It must be. I mean, he's Francis Ford Coppola. So here's the, here's the other part of the story, and then I'm done with the story. I watched a movie called The Uninvited, which is like a 40s ghost movie, which is actually very good. I highly recommend it. Ray, Ray Milland. And same exact sound in the movie uh-huh. when it's it's like they, they, they know there's ghosts there, and then when daylight comes, it's that, you know, just drawing out all the, sa- all the sounds away. Right. It was the same exact sound, and it fucked with me because I was like, oh, my God, these people experienced what I did. But that's also the sound the cartoon wolf makes when he sees a pretty woman, though. <laughs> well, it's just like a sort of like like deep suck where everything's getting pulled away. Have you heard that in other things, that noise? Uh, no. Um, I also once slept by the ocean in, in a crazy cabin, and I could hear fucking souls coming from the sea. Just like millions of souls just coming towards me. Anyway. What uh, do they sound like? It's just like pirates and like and howling and singing and like Have you experienced hearing souls in other situations or was that the first time? That was the first time. I mean I was really stoned, but I remember just like same thing where I couldn't sleep and I was like, I fucking hear like a ton of ghosts coming this way. I swear I do. And it was like when I told my friends the next day, they were like, I didn't hear that. One, t- one time I got really high and I was uh, uh, outside on the porch and I could hear, a, sorry, I could hear a bells ringing, like chiming, down, bow, and it sounded like it was right there with me. Yeah. And then I started freaking out because I'm like, oh shit, this is, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the sound of when you die. It's like coming, right? Yeah. You thought it was the Grim Reaper? But it was going on for way too long, and I think I had a panic attack. Yeah. Um, um, I don't... Y- y- you know, I feel like you guys wanted more of, like, I see a ghost story, but mine was just sounds. But sounds to me are scarier than no, the actual... I think you've given the audience everything they need. All right, good. That's all I want to, you know, deliver. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> I believe in ghosts, and here's why, because I think... There's so many things we don't understand, and also, uh, why wouldn't there be ghosts? When 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 was the first time you your your thought became a belief? Meaning, sure, oh maybe ghosts, maybe like oh shit, they're real. I was uh, like, did somebody else tell you a story or? Well, I mean, when I was really young, me and you have a similar experience where poltergeist scared the shit out of us as a kid. Um, my uncles told me that it really happened and they they pointed out the house that it happened at this is like in minnesota and i believe them and uh i think since then it just put something in my brain that said like ghosts are real and then as i got older i was just always open-minded and i felt like 
like I believed in them. And I think part of me wants to believe. I also have this deep obsession with I want to be haunted really bad. Oh, no. <laughs> I know you're the opposite, right? <laughs> I, I feel like I'm going to haunt myself because I'm, I'm, I think about it so much. Why would you want to be haunted? It just because it sounds fun. And I also want to know that ghosts are real. Like, I want to actually know it. But it's not fun. What movie has led you to believe you don't it get, you would don't be have, fun? You don't have fun getting scared? Not <laughs> if it's real, no. Not from death. I mean, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't have fun if a guy has a, an axe and he's coming through the door. I guess ghosts haven't really killed anybody, according to history. <laughs> yeah, they have watched those uh, paranormal activity movies. Yeah, like g- ghosts can get pretty rambunctious. Well, like here's my thing, like like you know the 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 suicide bridge over in Pasadena. Yeah, yeah. There, there's great know, bridge. That's near where the portal was opened up by uh, L. Ron Hubbard and and Jack Parsons. Right. And so some people think that people aren't committing suicide. There's something evil there, th- throwing them off the bridge, or, yeah, or taking control of them and making them jump. I'm yeah. Like, that scares the shit out of me. That is pretty awesome, though. But, you know, I, I also lived in a haunted <laughs> hotel. You lived that, there? Well, I, I lived in a, It was an apartment building, but it used to be a hotel, old school Hollywood, where a lot of Hollywood stars committed suicide and, like, you know, uh-huh. basically overdosed. Because I did research. And I swear, when I was living there, just, like, walking down the hall, I had that sort of spooky feeling. Like, you know, just, like, you get the that sp- chill. The spooky feeling... Have you, you've had the spooky feeling before, right? Yeah, everybody has. Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm like it's weird because every every time I get the spooky feeling now, I go am I creating stories because I had the spooky feeling because people that don't believe anything that ha- that have the spooky feeling uh they're like, "Oh, well, I got scared for a second, whatever, it's nothing." Whereas yeah. other people that believe in stuff like, "Oh shit, something's here." <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny to me because it's the same Experience. I think the, a person that doesn't believe in it, it's like they have like a sort of depressing life, where they just don't they don't want anything to be what they can't understand. I don't think uh, I don't think, or they haven't you know seen today's a ghost. today's hottest stars have a boring life, Abed. <laughs> no, I mean they just don't have any sort what do of you desire. Mean? I don't believe in ghosts. You think I have a boring life because I don't believe in ghosts? Obviously, I I didn't mean you. <laughs> I just feel like like there's a lot of people out there that their belief is based solely on the fact that they just don't like to be like scared. So it's coming from fear. Fear and a, and a sort of like disbelief in the extreme. What do you have what do you what do you what are your fears, Wade? I'm not going to say that on the air. Are you kidding? <laughs> this is your podcast. So You're supposed to some serial killer can can use them against me in a in a saw-like scenario? No, thank you. Uh, that's a good point. Man, He's got a point cuz I have I doomed myself. If I ever piss anybody off hard enough, they're going to know exactly how to torture me. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. But they don't know how strong I am. I just I'm not really I don't think I'm famous enough for someone to do that. You know, I'm not like Bjork or Michael Jackson. Oh yeah, I, the thing is, is that uh, uh, well, none of the you people in Saw be, movies are famous. You don't no, have but to it's be like famous. You're, you're speaking. I don't in want a way. to put extra fear in anybody's heads, but clearly, yeah. clearly, this happens more to people that aren't famous. Really? But oh. yeah, who's there's no famous actor in the cube in Cube. 
They're all just test subjects. That's just a movie. That's just a crazy movie. <laughs> so is everything we've been talking That's about. That's the most impractical <laughs> movie I can think of. It's just so fucking bonkers. Like, you yeah. really think someone is that bored that they're going to, like, go to those lengths to build a giant, like, No, it's a, it's a corporation. Yeah, we always watched them <laughs> while talking over them, so I don't really know who was behind that. I think in the end, it, it, it was like, it was like uh, a company made it. That's why I said that. It was like... No, uh, it was, for sure, but, like, what was the purpose? I mean, it, it's just like they're guinea pigs. They're like an experiment, right? For what? To what end? But, but it wasn't like it. Was it a TV show? I don't remember. It, it was a Jim Henson made a Jim Henson made no, like a no, short. No, no, I mean, I mean like in the movie. The, in the movie, was oh, it a TV I, show? I don't, I don't, no, I don't no, it wasn't a TV so. show. I think it was just an experiment because they were all like <laughs> of different like. Well, it, like, I, all I remember, I don't remember anything. All I remember is there's like they zoom out and and the cube is like a building and there's a couple people outside making a deal. Oh, it went. The last one went down. It yeah, that's like went the perfect. It's kind of like in like, like Cabin in the Woods, one, right? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. it's like Cabin in the Woods, where it's like yeah, a corporation, and they're like working on different groups of people. What? Well, Cabin in the Woods makes sense because they're trying to stop the end of the world, though. No, I meant like it in the sense that they're being monitored and like and experimented on. Well, they weren't. I just think for an experiment. This is why I guess the movies aren't good because for an experiment to make sense, you have to know what they're testing for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they don't they don't reveal that. In, but, uh, but not that not if, that I recall. Even if they do, it wasn't good enough for us to remember. That should be the one thing that we remember. I, you know, I I bought that movie recently. I need to watch it again. Well, I not bought just it because the, they don't tell you in the first one. This is like oh, you get, this yeah. is like the third or fourth one that they get into that stuff. There's four of them. There's so many, dude. What yeah. cube? Yeah. Yeah. No. There's cube. I, I know there there's was, hypercube. I know there was a hypercube. There's I didn't definitely know there... three. Wow. There's at least three. That's fucking nuts. Oh, you know, Wade, you got such a great view out your window, despite the power lines. I'm looking at the observatory right now. In the yeah, sun you setting. can see the Hollywood sign and the observatory. Fucking great. And your cat's anus. That's <laughs> mm, pointed away from you. Oh yeah, but it's there. And well, yeah. I was gonna go off about animal butts, but we don't have to do that. No, we don't have to. All right, what are we talking about today? Um, today we are talking about ghosts, and we're specifically talking about the ones from the Stanley Hotel. Well, thank you so much because I'm not only obsessed with the movie, but also the book. Uh, the The Stanley Hotel was a hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, which is still like, is, I believe. Yeah, th- it's like it's like thirty minutes from where me and Wade grew up. Yeah. Um, I it, stole a towel from there. You did? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> You uh, just went in and stole it, or did you stay there? No, I just went in and stole it. All we right. were walking around the hallways, and there was a maid's cart, and so we both took, me and my buddy both took one. They got a big S on them. Yeah. And then we used them as our golf towels That's for like the awesome. next awesome. That sounds years. like, yeah, I used to do shit like that. That was so fun. The uh, uh, In room 217 is where Stephen King stayed, and uh, he had a nightmare while he was staying there and, and wrote The Shining from this hotel. They were like... Well, we can. I can tell. Well, the story let me ask better. you this. Well, he was with his family, but also they but were closing it down for the winter. Yeah, it was the last night before they closed it down, and yeah, they were the only people staying there. And he felt like, what if you had to stay there the whole winter? So be- when was this? Had to be in the seventies, right? Uh, yeah, they stayed there in nineteen seventy-four. Because why would you close? Why would you close? I know it's a tourist town, but. It's they would close the, the hotel. Winter. Yeah, they would close the hotel during the during whenever. I think it was because snowstorm was coming. But it's like not in the mountains, really. Yeah, I mean but it is, but it's not like 
what it's not like what you see in The Shining. Well, yeah, the problem is is that well, the he town took, is too far away. And, well, and this is 74 also. It but he, have, um, they may not have had as many. It's just weird it's to not me that based, they would shut I mean, down it's a hotel. inspired by that place, but then he went and... I mean, actually, wait. I'm getting this mixed up because Kubrick's the one that went to other hotels and put together a bunch of different things. Yeah. So I think with... I think Stephen King's merely trying to go, how can I make this more dangerous and more secluded? Well, sure. I yeah. just think it's weird. I know Estes Park. It's crazy to me that they would close a hotel for the winter. But uh, I, I'm telling you, in 74, the town was probably a quarter the size. Right. I just think that's weird. I've never heard of like a hotel. The Shining is the only place <laughs> I've ever heard of a hotel closing <laughs> for any reason. Yeah, it's like in uh, it's like on Hoth or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it gets so bad here in the winter. Like, I mean, why they, is it there then? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Will those damn rebels skiing? shut up? They're making so much noise <laughs> with their war. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, hang on. Before we get into this, because Abed's a huge movie fan. Have you seen Room Two Seventeen? I or started watching Room it. Room Two Thirty Seven. I started watching it, and then like, at a certain point, I was like, "This is not." True. Okay, if you this don't know, Room bullshit. 237 is like a documentary that explores... Like I should have watched it before I came over. ...a bunch of uh, theories behind what Kubrick was trying to say with The Shining. But it's not really like... I think it was you got to keep going because they, they, there's a few theories in the first there's one. There's like three theories in there. Isn't okay. as good. Yeah. Well, they're all dumb. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. I you're think right. The, when I first watched it, I was like, it just felt so phony and like badly produced that i couldn't get through it you know what it is though there's like three theories and then the people who have these theories <clears throat> like one is like an a, 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 a indigenous american like historical like scholar and so of course his theory mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. having to do with like the extinction of the native americans <laughs> and yeah. it's like God damn it. Like every so you can just see that they're just like applying their own beliefs onto these theories, which I guess is what anyone would do, but it, it also makes me go like, Well, I definitely don't yeah. think that. I'm yeah. a mechanic and it's weird because this movie is really taking a, shots at all of the vehicles of today. It's about the nineteen sixty nine Ford C <laughs> felt like a reach class. for me. That it was trying too hard. I just I don't know. Normally, it's like definitely trying too hard, but it's interesting just like watching all of them like connect these dots that yeah. like, don't really exist. I want to eventually watch it. Now that now now the, the you know I I do find like you've heard the theory that that he uh, f was the director behind the fake moon landing. Kubrick. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good movie about that. Uh, well, that's what two thirty seven gets in that too, and and. So, so the room in the in the movie is room two thirty seven, right? But not in the book. It, no, in the book it's two thirty seven. Is two thirty seven? In real life, he it, stayed at. Uh, is it really? Yeah, he stayed in uh, two seventeen, right? Uh -huh. And then in the book, he made it two thirty seven. I don't know why. I was reading trivia earlier, but I'm not sure why he changed it. Stephen King made it that. That is that is weird. Okay, okay. Well, then then never never mind. About what I was gonna say, because but that's why I, they, th I thought Kubrick made it. No, no, it was it was Stephen King. Okay, I think maybe he's so superstitious that he didn't want to like if it is haunted, he didn't want to get cursed or something. That makes sense. Maybe, yeah, because I that is one thing that does scare me is curses, because like that's why I uh, whenever I get uh, those email uh, or those text messages from people, yeah, 
that are ads, you know? I don't get those. Oh, I get so many where it's like a link to go to. And, and I feel like the link, uh, some of those, some of the scams are when you click the link, it like unlocks certain passwords for, you know how like when like you automatically net? sign in. <laughs> like phishing. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't that happen in the net? So I, so I always respond to those, uh, I curse you and your family, or why are you asking me to kill the president? I, I did a Muslim curse once, and I just made it up and scared the shit out of my friend. <laughs> I said a bunch of, like I said, a Muslim prayer, and he didn't know what I was saying. And then he like goes, what the fuck did you just How say? How old that? are you? I was like 20, uh, 18 or 19, and then I was like, I put a curse on you. And he freaked out. And then, like, I think two days later, he's like, can you fucking lift this curse, man? Shit is bad. <laughs> and I was laughing because I'm like, you know, it's, like, so powerful when you curse someone that they're going to, like, mentally create, like, all these problems. Right. Yeah, it's like, that's, like, a, a constant theme with our show is just, like, the mental, the power of, like, thought. Yeah, because that's the power of, like, our imaginations. Like, well, and, and, like, like my a big question that I always have is... I think one of my, I do believe in some sort of afterlife, but I always wonder if my brain and the electricity in my brain will never connect to anybody and that like my afterlife is the electricity going off on its own also. And, and, and it, if I made any connections with people, I would recreate them in my mind, but it's not actually them. Yeah. That yeah. scares the shit out of me. Well, it's also like, See, you know, that's cra- you just, you invented something to be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at that concept. It's it's like a movie right there. That's a good oh, Adam I mean, Sandler movie. I mean, yeah, and, and I, I know. Oh, wait, that. what's the Adam Sandler yeah. movie version of that? No, I'm just saying I can see it where he like gets cursed fake. It's like a fake curse, and then he creates all this. Oh, like, yours, shit. not Willie's. Well, yeah, Willie's too. It's like combining like what he's saying. It's like you're 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 manifesting all this shit just because like, and then at the end he finds out like. Well, it's, it's already all, a Simpsons episode when he sells his soul. Right, yeah, and yeah. then the door doesn't open for him, and stuff right, like that. right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I said Adam Sandler. I could just see him doing that movie. <laughs> oh, it oh. sucks that Adam Sandler has become Rob Schneider. Like now, instead yeah. of saying a Rob Schneider movie, you just say an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, I, they all kind of group together. Dude, I got I was really uh, drunk at this uh, uh, rap party for I uh, worked on the movie The Disaster Artist. And, uh, oh, you worked on that? Yeah. The movie's and, fucking great. And uh, what's the name of... I can't think of his name right now because I'm fucking Franco? down. No, no. Who's uh, Foot Fist Way? Uh, Danny McBride. Danny McBride was there. And I, I, I you know, I was drunk. No excuse, but I know it was fucking stupid. And I was walking by him and I was like, hey, man, I fucking love everything that you've made. Keep making stuff. And then I walked out and he was like, thanks, man. And then since I was drunk, I was like, wait. I could go talk to him. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's bad when you do the return. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And you know, because then they they feel like, oh, this guy's nuts. Yeah, and he was <laughs> talking to James Franco, so I was talking to both of them, and uh, and then I started going off about. I kind of got lost in my talk, and I and I was like, man, you're so funny. Uh, uh, you're kind of like today's Adam. You know, like you're like the new Adam Sandler. And then right when I said that. Like I knew I fucked up saying that, and both of their faces kind of went like, "Oh fuck, what the fuck, you, you know?" Yeah, like, is he saying I'm gonna suck later? <laughs> I had this, but it was just so embarrassing. And then I was like, "Oh," but since I was drunk and I had fucked up, I kind of just kept going. 
Oh, no, I did. I've been there. I'm fucking cringing right now. I did that with I did that with David Wayne. I, I embarrassed myself. See, but this is why I hate being around celebrities because I don't know what to say to them. It's like it's like walking up to a stranger and just starting a conversation. I would never do that. Yeah. And to do that to a celebrity is just like it's so fucking like transparent. And they must just constantly be going like, okay, yeah. how long is this motherfucker gonna talk to me? Well, it. it I and I, it I did so good. And I got out. <laughs> it depends because I did that to Jack Black, and he was super cool about it. But he knew he knew you were a part of Channel 101. Right, so. but I was like quoting. I was basically talking about. Air, I guess it. it the it difference is this. The difference is if someone who's giving. Listen, I'm not a celebrity or anything, but I, you know, I'll get recognized some every now and then. People will tell me stuff about stuff that I've done, and what my favorite, the best way is if you know somebody is creative, then you'll listen to them. If you don't know anything, I mean, I'm just saying it's easier to take a compliment You're from right. somebody who creates. Yeah. So you talking to Jack Black, it's like, oh, well, you make stuff. I know that you're in your actor. And well, it's also, I think, the thing that you referenced, because I referenced Airborne, and he was, like, excited to talk about it. Really? It was, it was his first movie. Yeah. yeah. And so when I was talking about, like, how much I love that movie, yeah. he lit up. Everyone's like, great. Yeah, because nobody talks to him about it. Yeah. So he got excited. Like, That's shit. crazy, really? Yeah, he loved it. He was like, he was like, oh, man, that scene where, like, my balls, I hit, hit my balls on the trees. Like, I was so terrible. He's like, I can't watch it now. <laughs> but I was with you when you geeked out on yeah, it. Yeah, doesn't he do cross eyes? Yeah. He, he does cross like, eyes and yeah. then, like, falls over. <laughs> falls over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. I was with Abed when uh, we both met Eric Idle at the same time. Oh, and, that was nuts! And Abed like geeked out on him, and I was I sat there just watching, going like, "Oh man!" No, know. but he was cool. He loved it. You know what? I said something that he said no one brings up, and I was like, "I was like the the climate at the time when you guys were doing your show was fascinating because people didn't really get your humor and were offended, and it was like it must have been like an awesome playground." And he went, "Yeah, it was." He was like, it's not like today where everyone's expecting you to be funny. It was like, it was just new territory. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's, we got into that sort of zone. And I think that was, because I'm a huge Flying Circus fan. Yeah, me too. Like, their, their sketch comedy. I like that more than their movies. Yeah. I forgot that I would watch that every night before bed. I fucking, I'm obsessed with it. I used to watch it like in college and like, I would I would use their bits for my outgoing <laughs> messages on my phone, <laughs> like a Michael Palin sketch. But, I, Justin bought like the entire series, yeah, and he just watched it and he went, "I don't get British comedy." And then like I'm like, "You don't fucking want these? These are fucking amazing." And then like he didn't he, say he didn't want them. You said that, yeah. And then and then and then he went like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll sell them to you." Like, and I bought every single. I just would come over to his house and be like, "I need the next volume." Did you just, buy full? Did Did you pay full price? I think so. I think I bought each one for ten bucks. Uh, he probably made money off of that. <laughs> he was always making money off me. Yeah. I was just a dumb sucker that like he saw coming a mile away. Well, uh, let me get into the history. Let's get into the history of the Stanley Hotel. Then you can talk about uh, uh, Stephen King and his relationship with the Stanley Hotel. And then we'll get into some movies. Yeah. Does that sound good? That sounds good. <laughs> also, I don't Never know much before. of. I don't know much of the history, so this oh, is okay. kind of. I don't like, know. I thought you had some. Well, whatever. We can talk about Stephen King. Whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh. So the Stanley Hotel. Uh. The reason why it is such a big hotel is because, uh, the name Stanley comes from the Stanley Steamer. They made a lot of money, 
and uh, uh, he was he had tuberculosis and he was going to die. He was what that? Oh, well, Stanley Seymour. He, he sounds like a silent film star. No, it's put the mic away from G- me. tight. What kind of sneeze is that? Uh, I'm allergic to cats. I did take a pill though. Uh, Wait, is it a locomotive or a vacuum or a car? It's a it's a car run off steam. Okay, so it's it, like one of the first cars. It's like a it's like a horse and carriage without the horse. Yeah, and so they if you when you go there it's cool they have they have some Stanley steamers there. Uh, uh, it was they, they were small too, right? Yeah, like a carriage, you know. It's like it just it's looks bigger like a model than, than T or think, whatever, but right? It's, it's just, yeah, yeah, it was kinda. like uh, maybe the the tens, right? The tens, nineteen teens. Uh, what are they called? What well, before the that combustion engine? So it's, it was before that. It's probably just like whenever the locomotives were running, someone was like, "Whoa, you can make a little version of this." But More powerful than a locomotive. But he had tuberculosis, and he was going to die. So he moved to Estes Park as hospice. Like, I'm just going to live in the mountains and, and die here. He moved there to die. And then, uh, uh, the you know, the mountain air is quite refreshing, and he recovered. And <laughs> That's what I'm going to do when I'm dying, yeah. That sounds cool. You know, tuberculosis is... What, well, it's uh, curable okay, now, yeah. but it I wasn't I forgot then. it was tuberculosis. Yeah. I it's thought not you cur- were just doing some weird snake oil salesman for <laughs> the mountain air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like they, you know, they were fucking mining, and they and they had there was so much pollution in the air. There's so much shit in the air. Anyways, uh, so so in in like 1903, I could get I could have that date wrong, but they built the they built the hotel up there. And it was big. They spent a lot of money on it. It was it was Stanley Steamer money, like he had all these millions from selling. The yeah, Stanley but he, he was gonna die, and then since he didn't, he's like, oh, I fucking love this place. This, you know, that's a sweet story. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so hang on, Abed. I think you misinterpreted something. He didn't build the hotel, did he? Uh, he paid for it to be built. He didn't. Oh, build okay. It by hand. Then I misinterpreted. Oh, it. yeah, yeah. All right. So, um, um no, they get sticky. It's they're just bad coasters. And on uh, uh, what is that? On June twenty fifth, nineteen eleven. Now they had they had gas. They had uh, they built their own power supply for the hotel because there was nothing around, and they had gas powered uh, lights. Uh, and 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 gas back then, you know you know when you smell your stove. Uh, there's that smell of natural, the natural, ga- gas? The natural gas smell. Yeah, I can yeah. Smell. you know, it, it used to not have that. They started adding that scent because too many people kept dying from gas. Yeah, because it's surprised odorless. I'm not dead. I used to sniff gas like there was no. Well, tomorrow. that's the canary thing, right? Yeah. And uh, uh, God, I love the smell of gas. So, that's so crazy. This made it smells good. This made that was working there. Uh, I like gasoline. I don't like natural gas. Smell natural You're gas both smells crazy. Good They're both off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like the smell of gas. I also like skunks. No, obviously it, weed, but I like skunks before I ever smoked weed. You know, you skunks. Really? Yeah. Skunks aren't that bad of a smell. Because I, I mean, it's when not. When you like, get sprayed, though, it's so intense that, oh, like, dude. even though I love it, you can't handle it. It's so right. intense. Dude. I just. It's funny that you love it. It's. <laughs> we were hanging out at Joe's. The other night, and his dog got sprayed with a skunk, <laughs> and we had to like. Give him a bath. It was, did did he you do smell? tomato sauce or tomato? No, juice? no, we didn't have that. We uh, we we looked up online. Pizza, you can do like sauce? hydrogen peroxide and yeah, uh, yeah, 
There's like a mixture that you can do that we did. This dog got sprayed. But That's dude, so funny. Once you're sprayed, it smells so much fucking worse. It's not just like the well, that, stuff yeah, yeah. that's like floating around in the air. It's right. strong. I bet. And it's at first it smells like fireworks, like uh, sulfur, and then it just gets like grosser. I got sprayed as a kid. My, did you really? My uncle's farm. They had a skunk. And the skunk had his own house. Me and my brother were trying to catch him. <laughs> we crawled into his house. He was like Pepe Le Pew. And us in his little wooden house. Oh, no. He's like, Don't. He had a little dog house? <laughs> You're on his turf. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty big. We both had to climb in. Holy shit. That's hilarious. <laughs> He's like a cartoon character. Oh, he has yeah. his own address. He was probably so fucking scared. I feel so bad for him. <laughs> I think he's like, got it made. I thought it, it was made. safe here. Oh, I, 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 and so the, the old, my, my uncle's mom was taking care of us and so... She gave me and my brother both a naked shower of tomato juice. <laughs> so my, uh, you know, old lady washing us down naked with tomato juice. It was yeah, fucking, it's fucking weird. fucking hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> have you fetished that since? Ever since? Do you have a weird, like when you eat spaghetti, you kind of get hey, like wait, a little boner? Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. How old are you? <laughs> you yeah, I was like juice? 19. <laughs> um, so, so the power went out. And and this maid was going back to the rooms and lighting the the, the gasoline uh, lamps in every room, but there was a gas leak in the room in room two seventeen, and she walked in with a lit candle and it fucking blew up. Oh, that's cool. And she blew like she blew down to the first floor because it was the second floor. What do you mean? Like the, like the, the floor wood, opened up, or it pushed her down the stairs. Uh, the, I think the floor kind of some of it broke underneath her because uh-huh. it was such a big explosion. Right, like, like yeah, it's she, like an action she movie. She basically got like, pushed uh. pushed through the floor. <laughs> you know, she had she broke her, her ankles. She lived, but she had like broken ankles, bro- a whole bunch of broken things. Oh, she lived. Yeah. yeah, you can't fuck with her. It's like you're at a bar and she's like, I fucking survived an explosion, motherfucker. And uh, uh, they, they they there was even somebody saw I guess like a half mile away there was material out blown away Whoa. from the hotel and what like fuck? somebody saw a bathtub flying in the air like the church and she Damn. lived yeah and she lived and they they think that she lived because her corset was on it was so tight it like protected her in some weird way it, it protected her her, her? her her landing somehow yeah but what about the wait fire? so she got blown you said oh oh it was uh, to the second the thing, floor the thing or is, to the third is, no floor? she got blown down through the floor oh, okay the explosion was so big that it blew out its own fire you know what i mean it was like uh it was more. F- it was. It was fumes. So that uh, it's like when your stove first lights and it does that. Yeah, like it all exploded. Why don't they do like a, a prequel to The Shining about that? Sounds like a fascinating story. Well, it's pretty good. And and so he was so happy. She she was happy. Uh, she was a good worker, and he was so happy that she that she survived. And he, uh, he fucked you know, her. He was. He wanted to take care of her. He's like you know. This is it wasn't his fault, but it was his hotel and he wanted to take care of her. So he let her work there as long as she wanted. And she loved her job. And she worked there until she died at the age of 90. Wow. She she worked there from like 1913 to 1950. I worked at a hotel. It wasn't that bad. It was actually kind of a fun job. I feel like I would like to work at a hotel. It's not. It's fun. I, I mean, like big empty buildings, and I feel like hotels seem empty all the time. But, but also, every day is like different because you know the, the worst thing about a regular job is you do the same shit every day. Right. Like one day I was valeting, one day I was like taking luggage up to rooms, one day I was like helping with a banquet. But the other thing is, like the the best thing about a small town situation like this, because I I really never thought I was going to leave the small town we grew up in. I never wanted to leave. I, it was not my plan. I was gonna. 
I w- was really excited to live in the small town forever. Is that the way that she works at this hotel and she gets to see the world by all these travelers coming through and meeting them, you know, and 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 she gets to keep her her small world, but then right. kind of see the big world. She can suck every country's dick. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just being an idiot. Sorry. <laughs> so so she is the goat, one of the ghosts that lives in the hotel. Wait, why? Did she die on the premises? I mean, she because he said she could stay as long as she wanted. Well, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. she's like, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> you can't get rid of me. I was I was promised. You said. I'll see you when I'm dead. <laughs> oh, uh, death doesn't get in the way to this shit, honey. <laughs> well, uh, uh, it was uh, it was that room two seventeen that blew up. Right. And and uh, uh, she worked there as the maid. And what most people say, most people's experiences that happened in room 217 are that they leave their shit out. You know, wait, they just show up and they leave to go drink or something. And when they come back, their luggage is opened up, unpacked and like neatly put into all the drawers and stuff. Yeah, and she's like, still and doing like, her so, job. So people will call the front desk and be like, thank you for unpacking her stuff. I'm like, we don't do that. Well, that, what a cool hotel. Wait, but they just say we don't do that. They don't go like, oh, well. Oh, they do that too. Uh, well, you met, Mil- what's her name? Uh, you met Elizabeth Wilson. You met Mrs. Wilson. That's so kind of that, awesome. That's how she's haunting? She's just. Well, she's, think about she's the hotel. Nice like, ghost. Yeah, they, she's just they don't awesome. have to pay her anymore. She's just working for free. And, yeah. But she's also doing things above and beyond what she should be doing. Yeah. Like, then, make the beds. Don't put my shit in the drawers. But also, if you're if you're smuggling heroin and someone's just putting it away I know, for you. Then she's going to rat you out. Yeah. Because here's the other thing well, she no, does. No, she's not going to rat them out. She's a ghost. Oh, here you go, though. Here's The other thing she does is if you are... A, a, a woman that's not married and and you're sleeping with a man in the room, she like gets in between you and pe- and guests talk about feeling a presence in between them and they can't like get together. So she's freaky. She wants a threesome. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a horny ghost. Like if she's a Christian, another Adam Sandler, right? Movie. If she's a Christian, and she doesn't believe in pre what's premarital what premarital yeah, sex. sex. Then why isn't she in heaven? Yeah. Shouldn't she have put that together? That that's one thing. Like, oh, that wait. I, I bet you she went to the gates. My religion is a huge fraud. No, she probably went to the gates and then God was like, "Well, you you do like that hotel." She went to the gates and they're well, like, "Well, shouldn't have blown the, up, bitch." <laughs> like, Get out. Welcome to the Uh, we don't like explosion people. Welcome here. to the lap of luxury. You can lay around all day and she's like, "Were well, there any hotels I could like fix up?" And they're like, "What? Get the fuck out of here." No, can he I goes, wash your hotels shoes? Jesus? Are you crazy? Like, we don't have that here. Like this but is I love heaven, hotels. you dummy. This is this is heaven, you dummy. There's no hotels. Hey Moses, can I put your jewelry away for you? You stupid bitch. Uh, God, get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Send uh, her back to whatever fucking hotel she climbed out of. So there, there. She's she's one of the ghosts that a lot of people have similar experiences about. Okay, can I ask? Is this jumping it too far ahead? Like, if that's the ghost in two seventeen, then why did why did uh uh, uh King get so what's his name Stephen King gets so freaked out. Well, they well, stayed in the nightmare, room. Right? They stayed, but they they stayed in the room and they were alone walking around and and I think he started to get afraid because uh, okay before the nightmare we also did a lot of coke back then. Yeah, so he well, was paranoid. He was like an alcoholic and stuff too, right? Right, but he was also doing coke so he could keep drinking. I don't think coke makes you paranoid. Yeah, it does. Are you crazy? 
No, it like, just makes you super confident. It makes you kind of paranoid. I think it's it'll what, make you paranoid after yeah, years I, of doing it. It's like it, it, people say they get paranoid on weed, and like I think coke is way more like you're you're freaking out. Like you're looking around, going like, "Did you guys hear that? What was that?" You know, like you're you're aware of more stuff going on. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I don't know. I was trying to find out, and I don't think that he had a ghost experience. I think he got spooked, and then had a nightmare and the nightmare was you know the uh fire hose was chasing his son around the fire and then, hose and that's then, in the uh the mini series cuz there were fire okay. hoses with uh, the duck face boy yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <what laughs> too is that, i guess that's he, he's uh yeah i, I hate to hate he's someone from, because of their appearance but i fucking hate that kid right right was he the kid in uh no he wasn't he, he new was nightmare. A, he did act in stuff later, though. He was in stuff. Oh, he was. Wait, not new nightmare. Uh, I wonder what he looks like now. We should look him up. He's in some famous movie as a kid. Oh, oh, he's in one of the Chuckies later. Right, right. There he's you go. the one when they go to the military. Was that three? I, I think he's in two. Two, two. That might be two. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Three is the military, but I think he's in two. Oh, I see what you're saying. He's, yeah. the, oh, he, he's the new kid. Three is an older kid. Yeah. Yeah, well, but Chucky in, follows the kid to military school. That's though. two. That's yeah. three. I think it's two. No, three is military. I know this no, for a because fact. Really? Yes, I I was I loved those movies as a kid, and I know because three is when so, it starts sucking. So hang on, let me get this straight. They do Chucky. It's about a kid who gets a doll yep. who kills people. Right. And then they do Chucky two, and it's a new kid who gets a doll. Who kills well, people? no, no, he doesn't get a new doll. He gets the same doll. No, I know, but it's a new kid. I didn't say it was a new doll. It might be the same kid, but <sighs> I don't, I don't know. remember. Well, but, but that's why I'm. That's why it's a three new kid. being the military doesn't make sense because he because then Chucky follows the kid to military school. Yeah, yeah. Who do you follow? The first kid or the second kid? I think or it's a different this, actor in the second movie, but it's, but it's supposed to be the same kid because I know that the first kid that was in the first movie he w- didn't want to act anymore. He was like, I'm not doing that again. Right. Well, he, pro- he probably also He probably was watched this movie. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, you know what's interesting well, is I the mean, kid that from kid The Shining. so young. Yeah. The kid from The Shining uh, was told that it was a drama when they were shooting so he wouldn't freak out. And then he didn't, they, they gave him a special version of the movie that was edited differently. Really? Yeah. So then he didn't see the original version until he was 17. That is that is so so such a great thing that they did for that kid. I know because they would have fucked with him, like he would have been fucked up. Yeah, that's cri- that's so much better than like Kubrick was like because you hear about directors trying to get reactions out of kids and they'll like actually show them scary shit to like yeah. make them. Well, he be did afraid. that to Shelley Duvall. Like he he drove her nuts. Well, yeah, of course, but Shelley Duvall can handle it. She couldn't. No, she couldn't. She fucking had a breakdown. I, did you watch the behind? The point is, yeah. she, you're not you're not permanently scarring Shelley Duvall. Well, he did. No, <laughs> dude, you're not listening to me. I know what you're saying. <laughs> you're saying if she was a kid, it would be worse. No, I'm saying he didn't scar that kid, whereas some other people do. I'm trying to think of a kid who did get scarred. I can't believe the uh, the poltergeist. There's a stock footage of a kid oh, yeah. pointing a gun at a camera, crying his eyes out. And the story behind it is he thought that they wanted him to shoot the cameraman. And so he's just crying with it's like probably the gun. Holy and that's shit. what I'm talking about. Okay. Like, wow. That, that, that's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's psychotic. 
to but do that, that. But 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 that well, is uh, they didn't explain. It things. was a misinterpretation. Yeah. They didn't tell him shoot the cameraman. They said point the gun at the camera. Oh, and he thought like they were they were trying to get him to kill the cameraman, who I think was his dad. I think this was all his dad. <laughs> like good job, Jason. <laughs> Jason, point the gun at me. You You're don't be a pussy. Kill the deer. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you want to fucking make money? Then you better fucking shoot the camera, man, you little shit. So, yeah, he had the nightmare that his, uh, the hose chased his kid and then caught his kid and killed his kid. Mm-hmm. And he woke up to have a cigarette well, and he has thought this, of the whole plot. He has like, the hose snake thing in the book. I'm wondering what his perspective that dream was. Was he there and he couldn't help, or was it like a movie that he was watching? I think it was, yeah, I think it was, yeah like, in a, remember in dreams you can't move? But you see something happening and you're just like... Yeah, but it's always first person for me. Like, if I see someone die, it's like I'm there. I never see it, like, cinematically like I'm watching it. Mine's always cinematic. Really? Mine feels like I'm, I'm watching 50, a movie. I get a third person point of view where, like, if it's me, I'm, like, behind and higher than me. Yeah. And I'm watching it. That's, oh, what, that's, I, that's what I have. Cr- that's crazy. You guys are narcissists. It's weird because half the time... <laughs> but half the time dreams I have, I'm, like, I, I, I'm like aware and I go, wait, that's not me. Yeah, that's what I do. I do the same thing. What? I do the same exact thing. And Maybe like, I'm the fucked up one. Well, because no, because I, it's interesting you say that because I never quite thought of it before, but you're right. I have that same perspective yeah, where I'm, I'm like, like looking at it from up high. And that, that's how I kind of get thrown out of the story sometimes where I'm like, that's not me. What is this? Because that happened to me when I did Salvia. Like I had that experience where I was like floating uh, well, above that's myself. That's not a dream. Wait, really? Yeah. That's, that's and, a drug induced. No, I know. But it was like my dream. Could where you it was like, see? You could. You popped I could see my could, body and oh, I knew that oh, I, I was we're, like we're here. sitting there. That's, but that's I, the sound of us coming out of warp. <laughs> but uh, I was sorry. like, couldn't control myself. <laughs> And it was like, you know what I mean? Like you're sitting, like you're a pilot. Do you guys want to hear the scariest dream I ever had? Yeah. <clears throat> so in what if this, I said no? In this story, <laughs> my parents were away and my sister, and I don't know, I was like 10 or something at the time. And my sister was like having friends over and uh, we were all just like hanging out, like us and a bunch of our friends. And then this like stranger came and he, he was like killing us. It was like a... It was like a like a slasher movie kind of thing. And so I ran upstairs to this guest room that I never went in and I hid behind this chair in the corner. And uh, I could see underneath the chair, you know, and I was looking at the door thinking I'm like safe. He'll never find me here. (laughs) The fucking door open and I see like these big like fucking work boots, you know, like big like maybe galoshes or something. And I know he was wearing a trench coat, too. And I was just like terrified and he walks right up to the chair and then I see like a big blade drop down into the frame. <laughs> and then at that point, like I didn't get killed, but at that point I was dead. You know what I mean? Like, you know yeah. how they say if you die in a dream, you die in real life, which yeah. has totally been debunked, I think. I've died a few times. Yeah. I have too. So I died, but I wasn't killed. Like, I don't remember him actually. That's the last thing that I saw. But then what happened was, and this is a pretty good, like, movie idea, maybe, if you fleshed it out. Then I was his, like, ghost servant, and I had to do what he wanted. And so my sister and her friends are, like, running from why, him. Why did you owe that to him? Is there a re- I didn't reason? owe it to him. It was just, I, I was, like, just his slave. I was there, there's a movie him. like that called Topper with Cary Grant. So 
So we go across the hallway where my room is, and you could get onto the roof from my room. And my sister is out there on the roof, like trying to get away from this guy. And he's like, go, like, tell her that it's okay and have her come up. And so I just had oh, to. Shit. And so I had to go over and be like, hey, Kim, it's fine. He's like, he's not in here. And she's like, oh, cool. And so I pull her up, and then he's there, and he just, like, kills her. That's fucking wow. awesome. And so for years, years, like, I'm talking up until, like, five years ago, I wouldn't, like, go in that guest room. Like, I yeah. was terrified of that guest room. I don't like sleeping in there. But now I now it's, like, the smallest room, and now I have to sleep there when I go back. <laughs> Wait, when you slept there again, did you have, like dreams like crazy dreams i don't have crazy dreams but i still have weird feelings when i go in there and like mostly the closet for some reason even though none of it had anything to do with the closet but yeah. i still feel like weird like i always open the closet and like make sure nothing's in it i, I think that it's haunted probably it's not haunted no. i just had a fucked up dream when i was a kid i've, I've slept in that room a few times oh, okay and, and uh it's funny because the bed's high like classic old high uh beds used to be higher yeah, it's like like one of those not a four post bed, but like the equivalent of that. And there's mirrors in there, and and there's like three doors: there's the closet, the bathroom, and the hallway door. And there's no, no TV. There's no bathroom. Oh, is there not? No. Which room are you talking about? Upstairs to the left. Yeah. No. There's just the closet and the hallway. Okay, closet and the hallway. I I thought there was about. Oh uh, no, no, that's right. I had to go out in the middle. That's right. That's right. Um, but but. I don't like I don't like it when I'm sleeping in a stranger's house and there's a door aimed at me. Yeah, and then, and yeah. then there's a couple mirrors. Well, how do you mean a door aimed at? No, you? he means like, like when I look when, to the left, I could just the, the door's right there. Yeah, and it looks because you keep thinking you want so it like at the foot of your bed or something. I want it to if if the door opens, I have a chance to get away from the door. That one's He's just right, right there. I mean. Right there, you're vulnerable. Am like, I wrong where the door is? is it the to door the is at the foot of the bed and to the left, and the, the closet door is directly to the left. They're both on the same Yeah, wall. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one directly to the left, like... The closet one. I, I, I like... I'll, like, sleep aimed at it so I can see if it opens, but uh-huh. then it'll keep me up, so then I'll be like, just turn around and, and <laughs> forget oh, about really? it. Oh, really? I would... I don't like turning my back to stuff that I'm afraid of. Me too. Me too. I me just, neither, but I'll, I'll do it to, to to get my head off it, and I'll just put the blanket over my head. I do that too. I think the blanket over the head helps a lot. <laughs> I don't know why, but it definitely does. I don't. You know, that's here. Here's where we get into that territory I said earlier, where I kind of enjoy that being scared. But that where you can't, where you're so in your head that you can't even fall asleep. I don't know what it is. It's like. Life is so boring that, like, that shit is fun. Like, it's like, exciting. Like, I understand being, like, watching a scary movie and and then, like, thinking about, like, oh, that would be weird to be, like, in a scary movie. But, like, actually being scared is not fun. I I find it thrilling. Do you, do you, I don't know you, what's wrong do with you. Me. Do you ever get frozen yeah. in, in any situation where you're scared? Of course. Of course. Well, well, like, what if somebody was coming at you with a knife? Well, that's a different kind of... Well, that, that, that's why I'm asking. It's no, totally it's like do you ghost freeze up fear. For that or do you ghost run? fear is more like I'm no, no, curious and excited. No, no, answer question though. That fear is He's not making fun. the distinction. No, that's not fun. But that, do, you do you freeze run? up or what do you do? I do freeze up. I get, I get a little bit like, uh, I mean, also like my mind tries to leave before my body does. Like I freeze up all the time. I've I think a, I freeze up too. I had somebody. It's a reaction. It's like a, a knife. physical reaction. Yeah, are you talking about at the club or whatever that yeah, one yeah. time in the alley? 
Yeah. Yeah. And and it was in the middle of the street in front of the police department. Oh wait, is this different than what I'm talking it's about? It's the same one, but I but I didn't. I, the story seems weird because later on, did I realize we were out in the streets instead of? I no, think I'm it, talking at the fucking Virgil. Oh, remember when we lived in the valley and we would go to the Virgil? Uh huh. Hey. <laughs> um. And we would go to that. I thought that's where it happened, and we would go around to the side, but there is no alley the there. Little, no, there was a, there was a smoking alley. There was okay, so yeah, alley. that's where I thought it happened. We we went to the side to smoke weed, and then the guys got really weird with Hassan. No, no, this was in Santa Monica at the at the Raver Club. I used to go. Well, Raver Club, the Moon Moon Tribe Club. But this is a different knife story. No, because that it, guy pulled a knife too. Were the you Hassan? Were you did with, he have like a British? I was there. Yeah. Holy fuck! Okay, tell. So, so yeah, you, you just were attacked twice. Or it something? was it was a separate story of someone you pulling stay out, out of, of alleys with the same guy. Yes. Well, maybe it's maybe I don't. I could be like misremembering it, but like in my mind, we were at the Virgil when it was like a dance club, and we didn't know what part of town we were in because it was we lived in the valley, and this is like fifteen years. Yeah. Ago. So it was it was. Um, we went around to smoke weed. I don't. I didn't smoke weed because I don't do that because I'm a good boy. <laughs> well, it's legal now. And uh, and uh, Hassan, our friend, like kind of got in a like a misunderstanding with this guy. Arab guy who was giving no, no, black guy. He got in a misunderstanding with this guy who I think was giving us the weed, or we were giving him the weed. I can't remember, but it was like this weird like miscommunication kind of thing. And the guy just got really aggressive and like pulled a knife. And then we were just like, okay, no, it's like, cool, man. Like, I don't know. And I don't even remember how it ended, but I remember just like being frozen. That's so funny, dude. I don't remember that at all. But you saying it makes me go, oh, yeah, that did that did happen. Because my my story was uh, we were smoking weed in the we thought we were in the alley, but we're in the middle of the street. And uh, uh, there was a miscommunication. He was from Chicago and this other guy was from Inglewood. Uh, you know, in California, and the guy was trying to say, "Hey, can I have some? Can I get some of that weed?" And Hassan thought that we were trying, that he wanted some to buy, and the guy was like, "No, I just want to hit." And so Hassan kept going, "We don't have any." He's like, "But you got some right there. I see you smoking." He's like, "Yeah, I know, but we don't have any," because <laughs> he was trying to say, "I don't have any to sell. I've just got this, and we're sharing it." So they both got so mad at each other and started arguing. And the guy pulled out a knife, and it was a pretty big knife. And Hassan took off running so fast that I could I could see him run away, you know. But I froze up. And so this guy this guy was huge, man. He was like six four, probably three fifty. And so his knife looked small in his giant body. And he started walking at Hassan. And since Hassan ran off, he turned towards me and started walking to me and got right in my face. And he's so big that he's looking down at me, and I'm I'm looking up. And he's got the knife pulled. And he, he's chest to chest, and he's like, "You want to get stuck?" <laughs> I was like, "No, no, man, I got no problem, you know, whatever." And then he went away, but it was so weird. Okay, to have- then definitely what's happening is I'm conflating two stories because that doesn't sound familiar to me. You probably told me that story, and then later we were smoking weed, and I like applied that to 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 my story or something like that. But I do remember, like, here's the thing, like, when it comes to confrontation, there was that one time when we lived in 
fucking North Hollywood and at McDonald's right next door. And we walked over to get like burgers. <laughs> we had to go. And we were coming back and that homeless guy like kind of rushed you a little bit. Do you remember that at all? It was just me and you. And this homeless guy was like, give me a burger. And you're like, no, man. <laughs> and he like rushed you. But then he stopped. And you didn't flinch or anything. Like, I think you played it pretty cool. And all the, all of the, all of the, like, uh, whatever emphasis or uh, 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 attention was on you. And I was just there. And I was like, okay, so I'll put these burgers down. And then I'll just, like, punch him from the side. Like, I was, like, formulating a plan. And so I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm a freezer or not. I don't, like, you were, I think, you were thinking. Yeah, I was thinking, like, planning. okay, here's what I'll do. Like, I'll definitely, like, get involved. I'm not going to let my friend get, like, accosted by a fucking homeless guy. But, you know, I told that story on, like, the last episode or whatever about that, like, weird Indian guy, like, trying to beat me up. And, uh, and that I just tried to walk away from. I don't know. I think, so I don't know. Like, uh, we're on a weird tangent, but, like, <laughs> in the face of danger, I think I just try to get out of it. I, I I am not a violent person, so I am a very much a freezer. I think I freeze, and then you try to assess. But the thing is, Hassan in that story is the smartest guy because he just runs off yeah. and like doesn't even have the opportunity to like get stabbed or make a decision. He well, just he's, leaves. That's uh, smart. Yeah. I mean, well, he's also a Chicago guy, and that's probably happened to him like a bunch. Yeah, of times. everyone we know that lives in Chicago has been held up. You know. Yeah. Wow. Fuck. I, I mean, if I got held up, I, I would probably cry. I'm gonna start <laughs> carrying a dirty diaper as a wallet. Well. Well, they say carry a decoy, throw it away, and run. You know what you do? Yeah, you're supposed and to my f- friend told me a great story where, where she did this. You kind of act crazy, uh-huh. and then they don't know what to do. Right. Because they're crazy, so when they meet someone else who's like... I don't know, man. No, I mean, you just kind of like... You, you start talking to yourself, and you just start doing the Well, like, the thing is, then John, I don't want to use his whole name, got shot just randomly because it was like a gang thing. Yeah, because he he was supposed it was an an initiation. He was supposed to shoot somebody. Well, when you see a gun, I think that's a different situation. But when it starts with just the hey, yeah, give, but if give you saw burgers, a gun, wouldn't you freeze? No, I mean I'm saying before the gun makes its appearance, like you kind of need to act crazy so that they get spooked, right? Because well, not everyone has a gun that's gonna like you know yeah, what yeah, you know yeah. what I was talking to somebody because I've had a couple of stories of road rage out here that got pretty intense, and my friend today at work was telling me one. Where he was chasing this guy off the interstate and was just chasing this guy for a long Jesus time. Christ. And the guy pulls over and blocks the road and gets out of his car. And he's a giant. He's a huge guy. <laughs> and he walks up to his car and he rolls down his window a little bit. And the guy's like, I don't fucking know what you're doing, but I don't have time for this. If you want to sort this out later, come to my office Monday. We can sort this out. But I don't have time for this now. <laughs> Gave him his business card. He was like a jujitsu trainer, you know, and there was like come down to his dojo. <laughs> He's I'm trying like, to get business. I'm like, I'm like, that's that's cool and collected. The guy could have beat his ass, and he's like, dude, we can, you know. Well, but also the jujitsu, the jujitsu guy knows that like he would be in more trouble for yeah, like yeah. He's if the cops got called. But also like he's kind of dumb too because who knows if your friend had a gun? Yeah, yeah. But I guess like you just can't assume everyone has a gun. But well, I, it's just, yeah. But I love the idea of getting business cards of uh, karate training. <laughs> just to, like, hey man, just to psych people look, out. We, we we can fight, but 
but why don't we do it at my office? You know what? That's a really funny idea. And then just look up a jujitsu gym. <laughs> yeah. Send them there. They'll never find you yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My name's Tank Reynolds. I'm a jujitsu <laughs> trainer at this training facility for jujitsu. Come uh, on by. Look, man. I'm. I could fight you right now. That's really funny. I'll but I'm not going to. What if that's what it was? This that's guy what just... I was wondering. <laughs> I was like, that's the smartest. <laughs> it's pretty good. Because you don't have to like show any moves. Because I want to go. I'm going to print up some business cards that say that. Yeah, yeah. And they automatically just go, whoa, I ain't fucking with this dude. Yeah, except for once you get out of your car. If they get out of that I car know, also, dude, then I you're know. fucked. They're just going to Wait, 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 wait. Don't hit me. Here, take yeah, my card. Yeah. Take my card. Don't wait, hit me. Don't, don't, hit me. don't get back into it. Why don't, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll we'll get more into the history of the Stanley Hotel and how it applies to Stephen King and uh, The Shining. Hey, if you're listening right now and you need contacts, check it out. Check it out. Simple contact is the most convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription Aliens. and reorder your brand of contacts from anywhere in minutes. Instead of handing a doctor year after year just to renew your prescription for something you wear every day, you can do it on your own time and terms in just a few minutes. Few minutes. The vision care for the 21st century. Yo, you need to renew your prescription? Yeah. Take the five-minute simple context vision test online. Today. It'll be reviewed by a licensed doctor. You receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. Contact. All you need is your current contacts, an internet connection, and ten feet of space. Ten feet. Even if you're totally out of contacts, they got an option for you, too. And if you have an Unexpired RX. Still valid. Just upload a photo of your doctor's information and order your lenses. Yo, why is Simple Contacts awesome? Yo, 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 convenient. There are a million things demanding your time. Contact lenses shouldn't be one of them. Simple Contacts lets you review, renew your prescription and reorder your contacts from anywhere in minutes. Your couch? Yeah. The office? Fuck yeah. The doctor's office is now where you are. Yeah. If you want to order some contacts right now, you can get $20 off. You just got to go to simplecontacts.com slash sci-fi. And enter the promo code sci-fi. Yo, did you not hear me? Do you want me to repeat that? Yes, yes, yes. If you want to save $20 on your contacts, you just got to go to simplecontacts.com slash sci-fi and enter promo code sci-fi. No dash, motherfucker. $20 off your order, motherfucker. Yo, yo, yo. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. All right? It's it's not. It's not that. We only test that your current prescription still helps you see 2020 and renew that prescription. We don't write completely new RXs or examine eye health. Yo, you got to already have one. But if you do, we can help you. Simplecontacts.com slash sci-fi. Are you wearing contacts or are you wearing glasses? Promo code sci-fi, $20 off. 
See, this is what I want to do. Just like I got all my friends to move to Burbank, I want to get all my friends to move to like Lake Arrowhead, and we all live there. And so like, I'm not your friend, huh? No, I've. Yeah, you never asked me to move to Lake Arrowhead. I, it's, I didn't ask these people; they just showed up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just like whoever showed up was like, like, hey man, let's hang out. But um, I think like all I need is like a good cabin in the woods, and it snows sometimes, and then like my friends are just down the road. And there's also, like, a shopping center nearby. Actually, so like, Arrowhead would be good. Maybe that's what I want. I want something that is cold but never too yes, cold. never like too it cold. it won't really snow that much. Right, because like it doesn't... the snow they get there is, like, whatever. It's, it's like light frost. Yeah. You know, like, when I where I grew up, it was always, like, the coldest it got was, like, frost on the grass. Yeah. See, that's perfect. That's, that's what I That's want. what you want. Yeah. Walking through the grass and the frost, that's, like, something I miss <laughs> to school. Yeah, when you walk to school, but I—I I, you've never walked across. You gotta walk across the snow that's frozen on the top and then soft on the bottom. Yeah, and you that's crunch like through. I can just hear the noise. Yeah, I mean, I've played in the snow, but I've—I've I've never lived there. I like—I—I I don't know what that's like, but I—I I really want. You that. know, when I think of 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 a good scary scene in a movie, I picture it being silent and all you hear are footsteps in the snow. Right. Because I used to do a paper route. In the morning, you know, on, on, on the weekends. And uh, just the city's asleep. There's no cars. And I'm walking door to door delivering newspapers. And I would get fucking scared, dude. The other thing about the... Yeah, well, that's like... But I don't know about scared. See, that's peaceful for me because it, the snow insulates all the sound. Yeah. And so, like, it's the quietest you've ever heard. Right, right. Like, it was, it, it was peaceful once the, once the light started coming up. So I'd try to always be a little late. I, I just I just know that when I get to a certain age, I really want to live in the forests or in the wilderness. You know what I mean? I, I do because I'm movie, like, I've never uh, had that. I never had the that. the movie Dreamcatcher? Yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. But the idea that the trailer presented was so fucking amazing to me. Yeah. The idea that came, that was translated to me was aliens came to Earth they want to get people out, and the way that they're getting them out is by showing them images of things that they like. So when all the animals were running in the forest, I thought that was aliens being like, come outside, it's peaceful, look at all these animals. And like they didn't understand our brains that well, but they knew a little bit. So it's yeah. like, you like animals? Here are all the animals, come outside. Like that, that's why I can't live in a cabin in the woods, because everything's going to freak me out to where I don't want to look around. I would be totally freaked out until, I mean, you would live there for like two weeks and be like, okay, this is normal now. Like when, every time I've stayed in a cabin, I've been so, you know, when you have to go pee outside or something <laughs> or there's an outhouse, like I remember just like, I've done this a bunch of times where I've just opened the front door and just pee out it. And I'm like, <laughs> like I, I'm not going out in the forest to pee in the middle of the night. You, you were at Kelly's wedding, right? Yeah, that was really fun. That was a weird uh, moment for me. We were we were up in Arrowhead, and uh, I'm I'm scared of the dark. I'm scared of cabins. I'm thinking of Friday the Thirteenth in my cabin. Well, I had a girlfriend to, was at the next time. to Derek's. Yeah, so I was so I was I next to alone. the guy that played Jason in Friday the Thirteenth in a cabin, and I was like, <laughs> I'm scared, but I kind of can't be right now. That's kind of cool. No, I mean, I, I I was dating someone at the time, so I was lucky enough to not be alone. In my cabin, so I felt like it was fun and a good time. But um, normally, I'm single, so are I you, would be scared. Are you more comfortable? What makes you not afraid? 
I just need someone with me. Me too. It yeah. could be anybody. Yeah, if I'm by myself, it's my imagination starts going and I start hearing shit, you know? But if I'm with someone, I'm like, oh, do you hear that? And it's like, you can be like, oh, I'm not scared because you're not scared. Yeah. I could be so preoccupied if somebody's with me that I won't get scared. No, it's it, it immediately just cancels it out. But Here, that's wait, aim your, aim your, you want to... Are you going to keep your mic like that, or are you going to aim it at you? I, I can do it this way. Yeah, this yeah. is better. Okay, Sorry. Okay. That's everybody. That's why we. That's why the human race exists. No, I know. I'm just. <laughs> I'm alone a lot. Like I'm. So am I. Yeah. I'm, but I have a cat. I don't. I don't have a cat. But I, you I'm gotta saying, get a cat to protect you. I would. I would love a cat. I'm just like my situation would be like if he ever gets out, he's gone. He's never coming back. I can't yeah, live me with. Too. I That's can't why live I with just that. Don't pain. let her out. I don't want to live with the pain of this cat could run away. Well, you just you can't let them run away. Well, and I've I've owned cats before, and like the last cat I had was the best. It was just in my hometown. I'd go visit him, and like, I mean, he was kind of a dick, but he was the coolest cat ever. And he's gone. It, I'm still mourning. No, but that's great because here's the thing. You don't need to mourn a cat that leaves because you're like, oh, they probably found some really great thing. Like you can make yourself believe that like this cat went to like some awesome like forest cat commune. Well, and, like, I, I got to fix my AC before I get a cat. Well, maybe. Yeah, he's he's going to. Have you ever seen a cat when it's really hot? It, yeah. Like, yeah, it does. Day. It does a weird like pant. Yeah, it does that pant, and yeah, then they it like pant because they don't have sweat glands. But then it, but then it like sits there and it looks at you like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, why are you doing this?" That's to why me? your seat's wet because I try to like make it cooler for her. Okay, yeah. No, I mean, look, I'll probably get a cat. I just, uh, all right. <laughs> are we back? Is this all the show? Yeah, yeah, we can. No, you know, I, it's weird. Well, I have we a gotta check in. We 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 gotta look and see if we can find this guy's bike, right? Yeah. uh... I mean, are we anywhere near that? L- yeah, lake? we came out of warp. You heard the sound earlier. We came out of warp like 20 minutes ago. Oh, you have like a warp sound effect when you come back? No, but like the car drove by. Oh. And that, I know. Well, it sounds said, like a. It sounds like when the ghosts leave. Yeah. I just don't know on this planet the difference between a pond, a lake, and an ocean. I don't know how big this lake is. Well, what, where, did he, <laughs> where did he leave it? Near Lake Nanini. Oh, you're you're answering a question. I thought you were yeah. being metaphorical. Okay. Well, <laughs> I don't want to spend a lot of time looking for his bike. And even if we find it, then what? I know. I mean, I hate to say it, but I don't think we can afford the space. What's his name? Wait. Pancakes now. Hey, pancakes now. Your bike's gone, dude. Deal with it. Oh, he left his bike seat. Where would? Why would you take I, your bike seat I off your bike? I had my oh, bike stolen. You can get a new once. bike seat. What do they cost? Like twenty I, bucks. When I moved into the place I live now, like I did the dumb thing of keeping my bike in the garage, you know. But it's like where all the neighbors, where your car is. Yeah, and, and, and it's like open to everybody. Yeah, it's open to everybody. And I really thought like you didn't lock it. No, I, I, because like. No, because you were thinking of the door neighbors unlocked. instead of somebody else walking back there to steal Well, I stuff. just, I leave my door unlocked sometimes because I know no one's going to rob me. But I shouldn't do that, but that's the same thing. And then, like, someone stole my bike. And it was a shitty bike. What's your address? <laughs> uh, somewhere in Burbank. But it's I was weird like. that we're talking about this because last night I dreamt that I was, like, leaving three bikes in front of my house and going, like, are you guys sure they're not going to take these? <laughs> 
You remember? It's like, it's like Christmas for a, a robber. We had a. I, I lent a bike to somebody when Wade and I lived together the last time we lived together, and uh, I lent somebody that bike, and we had a little party, and they came over and they chained it up to the fence out front, and it got stolen from there. It was chained up. Yeah. So he borrowed my bike, and then it got stolen at my place. Damn. And it was locked up. You need one of those weird those, things that's like, you know, it's like not a chain, but it's like that giant lock dealy. That's what he had. Oh, he had that. They cut through like a, oh, no, no, no. No, because you got to put like, you know, right, the U-lock. Yeah, it's like put it through the center frame of the bike because yeah. that's like impossible to steal. Because they'll they'll steal your wheels, but they won't steal your bike. Well, you can do, you can. there's a way to do wheels and frame. Usually people steal wheels if they can't get the bike. No, I know. I'm saying the correct way to use that U-lock is through the spokes. Up the through the frame. Wheel. No, you don't even fuck with the wheel. You 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 lock it on the frame. Well, you're doing it wrong. No, I don't think so. Yes, you are because you can do both. Yeah. You do the wheel, frame, and then fence. Yeah. Uh, but that takes like two hours. No, no, it does not. What are you talking about? We'll teach you. <laughs> you guys are professional bike thieves. All right. My bike now is better, and I just keep it in my place. Like, yeah. That's annoying. Let's. I know. It's, yeah. I hate Let's taking talk it down about the, the Stanley Hotel. I don't care about your bike. Well, like, uh, you we should own a bike in L.A. Yeah, I know. You shouldn't. Uh, can I say that? Should we go into the movies now? No, no. I want to tell a couple ghost stories from the Stanley Hotel. I I, I am interested. Uh, one of them is uh, <clears throat> there was, I don't know when this was. I don't know how long ago this was, but there was a, a, a little girl who was probably 13 and and she was living in the basement and the basement is more like caves than than a real basement because I don't know why it's just they built it it was so long ago different um, rooms so there was this girl this homeless girl basically a runaway living in the basement and somebody found her down there and he kicked her out and she was uh, a witch you know she uh, I already said this she put a curse so on that kind of lost in it but she was 13 and it was below zero outside, and she froze outside the hotel. Oh boy! And so there Ooh, were like uh, the little guy and Scrooged. Remember the little yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah. He wasn't that little. Was he Bobcat. was one of the one of the. No, it wasn't Bobcat. Oh fuck! He was no, one of the old guys. He's in a Star Trek episode. Well, he's littler. Wait, I mean, I'm, no, I'm he was not just one of the old guys person. that wants him what? to do Richard Burton. Who? What? Who? Did, who was frozen in Scrooged? Okay, in Scrooged, there's like he's those three little, homeless no, guys. No, no, I know. Little guy. I'm trying to picture who it is. He wasn't little. You're thinking what do you mean? He's not little. He was just little like an old dude. Little is a subjective. It's, 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 he was littler than... I think you thought he was little because he was sitting down as Bill Murray was standing up. <laughs> Remember Wait, those guys that are like... you're questioning my definition of little? I'm he not wasn't saying he little. was a little person. He was little. He, he looked like Itchy from Dick Tracy, right? I don't know who that is. Remember the movie was Dick it Tracy? Clint Howard? I'm trying to think who the actor it was. It wasn't. No, it, it, he was in a Star Trek episode. It's a in the little guy. 60s. He's like a little. He's old not guy. little. He Dude, was, what do you mean he's not? Li- how how little's little? He doesn't for you? look little. I'm he's just like saying, five six. That's little. Yes. I'm thinking like yeah. four one. <laughs> I'm okay, like, we'll see. Like Willow. <laughs> no, you're talking about a little person. I'm saying he's a little guy. That's what it sounds. All right, fine. Let's move on. I've I've said three times that's not what I was saying. <laughs> All right. I just don't think he's little. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Five six isn't little to you. Not real. I'm like five ten, but five six isn't that little. For like, a man, five four is little. Five three. All right. So those two inches really. Yeah, they kind of make or break you. Bugsy Bogues is like <laughs> five three. 
I'm done. I don't even want to do this episode anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I've zeroed in on that. All right. So, uh, so she, she froze to death. She that froze thing. to death outside, and some people have, like, I saw a picture of somebody that captured what looks like a girl in a pink dress in the background of a photo. Because when you take the tours, they tell you how to take photos, which is weird. They say, you know, try to take as many photos as you can. Take them at night. Night vision. If you have night vision, great. If you don't, try to take three pictures in a row. Dit, 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 looking uh, left, right, left, straight, right. Dit, dit, dit. And so there's there's a picture online of some, a little girl in a pink dress, and it's pretty freaky. But anyway, she's one of the one of the ghosts that haunts the place as a little girl in a pink dress, which is so sad. If there if there's such thing as a ghost and there's a little girl, it's kind of sweet though. I mean, it's she better than like some some old like idiot that's like. I'll tell you this right now: if she was a little homeless girl. In the early 1900s, she wasn't wearing a pink dress. That's yeah, yeah. Even if it was pink to begin with, it wouldn't be when she died. I'm imagining like polka dots, like pink with white polka dots. It kind of looks cool. Like, I mean, that's the visual I'm getting. (laughs) To each their own, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. That's kind of better than seeing just like an old fucking idiot, and he's like got chains, and he's like sideburns, and he's like. Look out, and then he throws up on you. Like you've played too many video games. I know, but the Shirley Temple dancing around, like well, that's more you're, fun. You're demonizing the man, and you're picturing the little girl as as what? See, the funniest thing about the old lady c- cleaning up after everybody ghost is like, oh, that that to me seems more like a legitimate ghost story. Well, I mean, here, when I hear that story, this is how I this is how I perceive it that. Uh, what if what if the Stanley Hotel is is like on some area that that time becomes messed up and she actually is putting their stuff away and she's not a ghost. It's like time is intersecting. With I just a watched time. a movie that pretty much like does that where it's like stuff is happening that's from another world and it's just intersecting with our is reality. Good? Oh, yeah, it's amazing. A, it? a matter of life and death. It's bas- made in the 40s by uh, Pressburger and Powell. It's they did the red shoes. It's like a fantastic movie. All right, but it it does that where it's like it's Will not you reality. To tell me that later because I won't. I won't remember. I, I'll, I'll remind you. It was in my <laughs> car. But so time intersects in weird ways where other worlds are sort of like overlapping, and that's um, exactly what you're saying. So and it's it's more of like a make sense explanation as opposed to there are ghosts. Here's my last ghost story because I, I know that there's more. I just don't. I didn't know them and I didn't find them all. But uh, uh, Jim Carrey, uh, they shot the movie Dumb and Dumber at the Stanley Hotel, the nice hotel that they went to in Aspen. That was in that was at the Stanley Hotel. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, uh, so he asked to sleep in room two seventeen, and uh, they I, were like, uh, "He's like, I want to. Hey, can I stay in two seventeen? And like, sure. And then he goes, "Somebody stop me!" And they're <laughs> like, "No, what?" No, you can stay in 217. And then he was like, smoking. And they're like, no, it's a non-smoking room. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's and, how that no, and, and he and gets then, mad because they don't get the references. He's like, <laughs> like, you guys, I was in three of the biggest movies of one year. Uh, the Mask. Anybody? Did you know that those three movies came out in the same fucking year? And they're year? just like, uh, so mm. you want your that's sheets? That's so nuts. Well, that's why they didn't understand the reference. Those movies weren't out yet. <laughs> I, 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 like the mask. I like the mask. 
I know. I didn't. I hated the mask. The really? mask is the the worst one out of no those mask is it what no. Ace Ventura like Dumb and, and Dumb and Dumber are better than those. Ace Ventura and then the, the mask. mask. They are better, but I love the idea of the mask. Like they the call me Cuban Pete. I know there's dub scenes, but the concept... He's like spinning around. Whoa! Woo! I know, like... like, Am I laughing? What am I... Is this funny? I don't know what I'm doing here. I guess... I think you're right. I think I need to rewatch it. I'll probably go like, oh, Wade was right. Well, the problem with movies that you watched as a kid is if you don't watch them when you're an adult, then your perspective is fucked. I just remember as a kid, like, loving the mask, like, thinking it was, like, the I wa- best thing I'll watch it again did. with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, the, so, so Jim Carrey's staying in the, in, the, in the room, and I guess in the middle of the night, he came running down in his pajamas to the front desk, and, demand, and he was scared, and he, and, he, and, he, and he demanded another room right away, and he went outside, and it took him a while to go back inside. And, and, and supposedly he has never told anybody... What happened to him that night? Oh that's my god! Really? Yeah, that's that, a movie. That, that makes me go like, oh, that's fucking cool. I Why is it that his new movie? If you ever talk to Jim Carrey, ask him about the fucking ghost story. Well, especially now that he's now all like yeah. weird and like he'll divulge it now. Yeah, like he, he's he, like he's not weird. He's straight up now. My my friend like used to. I mean, she worked on a movie with him, and he was basically just like couldn't sit still. Like he 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 basically just moves around like constantly. Like, I mean, he has he's a, like he's like a Robin Williams like. I wouldn't be surprised if back then he was like a huge coke dude. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Right? I mean, I'm afraid to meet him because I feel like we'll be best friends and then we'll just never leave each other's side. And that's scary. That scares me. I can't meet Jim Carrey. I welcome <laughs> you to face your fears and go meet him. I mean, I'd like to. I just think that we'd, we'd be bad for each other. What, what, how would you be? How, what's Okay, so let's... I'm Jim Carrey. <laughs> And we're, I'm just at a bar that you happen to be at, and you come and say hi to me. I mean, we'll get into some kind of topic of, I'm a big John Ritter fan, and so is he. And we'll end up, like, well, going maybe, on a tangent. Oh, okay. You go, you, you, how are you going to introduce yourself? Mr. James? I'll be like, uh, hey, Mr. James, I, uh, I'm also... Uh, call me Jim. All right, Jim, I'm also... My father's name was Mr. James. <laughs> Be that as it may, I wanted to say hello, and uh, you know, we're we're a lot alike, you and I. We should talk. You know, I get that a lot. Ha cha 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 cha. All right, <laughs> I get it. You you have the bits, the Jim Carrey bits. I've seen them all. Oh, righty then. Seen that one too. Uh, anyway, we're both uh, big Jim Jim uh, John Ritter fans, and uh, I just wanted to say, let's uh, discuss him. Okay. Let's be best friends forever. No, that's not what he would hey, say. Hey, I want to talk to you about my paintings. He'd be like, you know, Did you know that I'm a painter now? And that when I did The Man on the Moon, I was channeling uh, Andy Kaufman? I'd be like, I've seen that documentary, Mr. Carey. Yeah, uh, that's the one thing. Is that like when I listen... Somebody stop me. I'll stop you right now. When I listen to him talking about, uh, you know, his, his connection to the universe and stuff, and everyone says he's crazy, I'm like, oh, it makes a lot of sense what he's saying, you know? But then I want... You know, I don't like... I don't like abstract painting. And so when I look at his paintings, I'm like, ah. Oh, well, no, but it doesn't feels- he do like doesn't he do like stencils and stuff like that? It's not all abstract. He does like a lot of political. He'll do like Donald I, Trump I'm, like sitting on a aboard, toilet or something. I'm all aboard for someone just pursuing what they want to do, 
because they're bored and they just want to try something like a different avenue. But then there's this dumb cliche about someone just going into painting. You know, well, they're wait, like, I'm, I'm watch... doing weird paintings now. And you're like, yeah, you're going through that phase. Right. <laughs> did you watch the did you watch the number 23? Didn't you guys watch that? Sure. I didn't watch it. OK. Is it dumb? Um, I mean, I don't remember it that well. It was just about a guy getting obsessed with the number and finding it everywhere. And then I don't remember where it led. It well, sounds like, like pie. My problem. Like the, my, my, the, right. the, the reason why I didn't watch it is because I like the idea of somebody getting obsessed with a number. But then when it was written all over his face, I was like, oh. That yeah, I didn't watch it either. Just a promotional thing. I don't think in the movie he ever writes his. It, all it just made me think of. Maybe uh, he does. <laughs> what's the What's the liar liar when he when he's drawn all over his face? Okay, the, you might be conflating those two then. <laughs> but because, he does, yeah, he does, he he does draw, do that. But when I saw the, the right. all the twenty threes all over his face, I'm like, oh, I'm obsessed with it. I, what, I need to write it twenty three times on like my face. I feel like that might be a promotional material poster that you saw or something. I don't think he draws twenty three okay. on his yeah, face. I, I do remember the seeing his face covered with writing though. Yeah, no, no, no. There definitely is a poster, but yeah, he's saying it's, a, it's yeah. just it was it was, it was just the poster. Just I don't remember. It was a deleted scene. Yeah, it was probably a deleted. I, I mean, I, I basically get offended by ideas, and then I'll and then I'll hold a grudge <laughs> against it. I do that too, man. I look at a movie and I go, I'm not falling for that. Like shit. Good Will Hunting. I, when I found out his name was Will Hunting, I was like, man, fuck you. <laughs> I'm never gonna watch this. And I watched him like, oh, it's really great. Yeah, well, you come up with a title, man. They're the hardest part. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and the, mostly puns. Do you guys ever watch trailers and then you guess the title and you're right? That's no, like no. that sucks. Because then you go like, well, this movie sucks. Because it's like I figured out what it was called. I I, I, I did that. Game to play if you go to the movies a lot, Brady. Brady taught me this, but I I haven't seen enough movies to see. Like once the production card begins, you call out what the production company is. <laughs> so if it's like Miramax or I can't even think of one, Searchlight, you go Searchlight. Like the second that the that the thing comes up, <laughs> you try and beat your friends. like like when they have like it's like the first shot and it's like from a helicopter. And That's it's like, like, uh, it's like when the people die. You know how the Bruckheimer one like zooms down the road and then the lightning hits the tree? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. at the very first zooming oh, down the, the road, title like, card. Bruckheimer, Bruckheimer. That's like when you're watching wrestling and, and people can tell the what wrestler's coming out based on the first note. Bam! Well, that's why I like man. That's why I like going to a lot of indie movies now because there's always like a new one. So it's like uh, Dark Street or what? or I, Phantom Lane. I think most production cards <laughs> suck. Even the, all the big fame. I always feel like there's like a group of executives looking at it going like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work. I need to see a little girl fishing. <laughs> uh, uh, so the, the, Can the, I get another one of these? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you got in here? Uh, Lagunitas. Uh, but... Uh, you Not a sponsor. You need me to open that, so, or you got it? I got it. So where were we? We were on uh, okay, so, so stories. We, those are the ghost stories that I know. And I, listen, I thought the Stephen King story was a lot bigger than it was. He just had the nightmare. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought he had a whole experience. But I, I couldn't find that much. I found a lot of people telling the well, same but I story. Wanted to, I wanted to ask this from people who know more about Stephen King. Like, doesn't he... I thought his process was to just go to a hotel and, like, write a book. Is no, that not I mean, true? No, he was, he was actually in uh, uh, Boulder... To write this book and and he couldn't it was too not not that the town was too busy but he couldn't focus enough and so he started asking all the locals where he could get away that's how he ended up at Estes Park so the drive so he was writing a different book you know the yeah, book yeah. the book is uh -huh. more about like this guy's alcoholism and how he he's fucked up 
So, but I'm not talking about I'm not talking about The Shining. I just mean in general. Isn't that his move? He just goes to like a hotel or a cabin. And he I mean, just, he gets a job working at the hotel. No, Abed, I'm not talking about The Shining. I'm talking about Stephen King. Right. I thought his, his process, process was to oh, just go I, to like a hotel I mean, and like lock himself away. No, no, no. He he was there with his family, and it's sort of like what happened to him inspired the the book. Yeah, yeah, but he was trying to write, though. He was in Boulder trying to write. I think every writer's trying to write. But but I, I'm saying, though, I'm, I'm trying to say, though, that uh, I think that because of that experience, he then turned that into his process to well, go to Maybe not, though, because I have heard him tell stories about, like, him being a huge alcoholic and, like, working at his desk in his house and, like, totally ignoring his family and how much he regrets that. So I don't know, I don't know why this, uh, like, thought of mine is... Oh, yeah. Uh, but that's... I had that thought, too, and I, it's probably, like, a... It's just something that people propagate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what I've experienced is a lot of writers. Wait, hold are, your mic up closer. Like, like they don't have like a, a specific thing they do, and if they do that, their writing starts to suffer because I think when you're a writer, I mean, most of my ideas come from the shower. It's like an idea will hit you at any time, any place. So you just kind of have to be ready to like receive it and, and. But when when do you write those down? Have you written most of your ideas out? I I, I try. I mean, the shower sucks because you can't write in the shower. No, but but like, what is your? Have you written most of your ideas out? Or are they yes. All just, oh yeah. I mean, before but, I mean, in the scripts, not just the. the yeah, ideas. yeah. I mean, nice. a lot of times. That's what I want to hear. Like like like, I'll be sitting there and then I'll just drop everything and try to write because I'm like, I feel something now. I have to write this. But it's it's when that happens, it's it's very few and far between. So it's like not I think it's something every writer wants to happen, but it doesn't happen. on like Well, command. you know, what's weird is on our last episode, we had Martin Olson, who, you know, and I asked him because this is a Stephen King thing. He actually that's my favorite episode was the first one. He did. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, stay tuned for the sequel. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, uh, he's a very interesting guy. But I asked him, like, do you write every day? Because that's one of Stephen King on writing. He says, no, like, it's my favorite. You have to write every that, day. That is a great book on writing. Yeah. And I said, like, do you write every day? Hoping that he would say no. But he was like, yeah, I write every day. And so since that episode a week, a week ago, I have this fucking script that I've been like delaying forever. I've been working on it every day and it's like gotten me more into it and like more excited about it. And I think like what you're saying is wrong. Like it's not it's not when it comes to you. It's like you have to write every day and then when it's good, it's good. And when it's bad, it's bad. And you just have to like sift through. the. I mean, that's Hemingway's approach. And I I think that's a certain type of writer. But the way I am Hemingway wrote like fucking the most like stagnant prose ever like. Yeah, but he had that rule of but how hard is that to be like a man walked down to the beach, a boy was there. It's or, like well, it's you like, don't like Hemingway, but he is a famous writer, <laughs> and I, I will say, I will say that like like there is a discipline that is needed. However, I have that that thing, and I and I have another friend that feels the same way, where it's like even if you sit down and you try to write, nothing will come out but of. But that's you. the thing. That's the point. The point is, even if you have nothing to write, you just start writing, and then it like gets the creative juices flowing, for lack of a better term. Uh, People I, compare I, it to a muscle that you have to exercise, yeah. which I also don't like. like I always like have to be flow. drawn to something. Like I always have to feel commanded by like a higher power. I can't just like put myself 
It it's why I can't have a regular Listen, job. Listen, I was I'm I want to agree with you, but it's it doesn't work that way. You just I, have to write every day. I maybe that's why I'm unemployed. <laughs> hey, did you guys know that uh, today is Stanley Kubrick's birthday? It is. Yeah. Wow. I will so say that I is think Stanley Kubrick's birthday. Yeah. I think that The Shining is his best movie. It's my favorite of his movies. Mm. Ah. Clockwork Orange is pretty good. Yeah, but Full I, Metal Jacket's good. No, I just really the first love, half. Uh, yeah, yeah, I really right. love... Because uh, then it turns into every war movie. What's yeah. the bomb one? Oh, Doctor Strangelove. That's Dude, good. Doctor Strangelove to I, me is... I couldn't f- get into so it. No, it's amazing. great. I know it's great, but I couldn't get into it. It's good, but here's the thing about The Shining is like... It's such a fucking like... It, Jack Nicholson is amazing, but also the fact that you're so isolated with this character and well, in his media. Did you know that uh, what, what I love about his... I think film- we can all agree that AI is his masterpiece. <laughs> Half post- posthumous. Did you read the original short story to that? No, fuck that. I don't give a shit. Well, Steven it's interesting. Spielberg, whatever. The, uh, uh, w- uh, w- okay, so like The Shining is, to me, is a masterpiece. Of course, it's a masterpiece to a lot of people, but but... Because it it's like one of it's one of those movies that translates. I know that he didn't translate the book into the movie. There's a lot of differences, but it translates themes from what you would get from reading books. It it gives you a mental. Uh, uh, and I, I'm not just making this stuff up. He was trying to 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 communicate different things, whether they were communicated to an audience or not. They definitely raised questions. I will well, say you know, this. What's fascinating? Sorry, go ahead. If there's a more successful adaptation, please let me know. Yeah. Because I think that, you know why that is. Why on set he kept rewriting scenes, right? Like over and over. Thing. So he kept rethinking stuff. But that, but, but, but that doesn't affect how good. The, I mean, like, I mean, I think it helps because he looks at something when they shoot and he goes, "Yeah, I don't like that. Let's rewrite that." And but that's just his process, though. Yeah. That's that's for any movie for a script. But mo- or whatever. Most movies like they don't ever like. Sit there and rethink. Well, they stuff. don't all have the fucking leeway yeah. and budget. You got to have had. the. He had a. They've shut that for two years, and and you know everyone talks about how there were that one scene of Shelley Duvall hitting Jack with the bat. Like they did over a hundred takes, and that yeah, like, broke her. Well, there were, but there were, but there were other scenes that they did with other actors that went over a hundred times. Like like that was a. Th- it may My have broken favorite, her, but that's what they did. Well, My favorite a, is... Uh, go ahead. Sorry. He did. Uh, who's, the, who's the old guy in... Uh, uh, the old Jewish guy in the Tom Cruise... Um, the last movie he did. What's it called? Eyes Wide Shut. You know the... the I think he's Jewish. I don't want to pigeonhole him, but like... Fuck, I can't think of his name. I don't know who the he's old like guy a, is in it. He's like a I kind of Michael Caine-ish type. Only Jewish. I don't remember. <laughs> Well, so he showed up on the first day knowing Stanley Kubrick has like this like a uh, 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 reputation for like just shooting way too much and they shot like one scene like one time and Kubrick was like cool, moving on and he was like, "Oh, this is going to be a breeze." And then it came to like his big scene, like the the like probably penultimate scene where it's like him and Tom Cruise around a a pool table. And they shot it for like two weeks or something. And he was like, oh, okay, now I get it. But it's also like the first scene was just him saying hi or something. Like he's not gonna he's not gonna make you do hi like twenty times. You yeah, know what but, I mean? But yeah. also, did you know that that whole scene in the maze was not in the book? 
Like, that was supposed to be those hedge animals just coming and attacking yeah. him. Oh, but let me get back to my point about it being the most successful adaptation ever. Because, like, then Stephen King never liked it, right? And he was like, oh, yeah, he didn't like I, I want to, I like, redo and this. what an asshole. No, but I think... So I, they do the miniseries, and it's like... Well, obviously, dude, he nailed it. Well, here's, like, here's, all of the shit that you wanted in here's there. Here's why wasn't yeah. Stephen King was upset because that hedge thing was changed, and then the snake thing well, was because, left because out. Well, yeah, because he's treating his his art that's too I precious. Mean. I was about to yeah. say that like he's the writer, so he's married to so but many the, concepts. But that's but that, like fuck Stephen King. I don't give a shit. Like no, he's a great writer. I, I no, don't no, say no. fuck Stephen you, King. You don't understand the point. I'm sad. You don't understand my overall point, which is like it's the most successful adaptation because it doesn't just rely on the source material it expands on it it becomes its own thing yeah and that's what you should do if you ever get a book and they're like make a movie that's why oh, you're right that's why adaptation is so good yeah well because you're right. He, he, you're right he takes a book and he goes i don't know how to make this a movie so i'm gonna make a, a different movie based i on can't this re- book. Yeah. remember what like when, you, when people are like oh the book was better it's like well yeah of course that, it was I, is, I agree uh, with him that's what pisses me off because like a lot of good movies that are based on short stories i'm like yeah, they got to think a lot more than what was written. You know, uh, the book is always going to be better because you read it first. Right. But but, but a short story, it, it inspire mostly inspires an idea. But and also, like, that's I mean, you like should take when a, you read a book, whether you know it or not, you're directing the movie. Yeah. You're seeing all of the shots, and you're like doing the pacing the way that you want it, and you're casting your own actors, and you're reading the lines the way that you want to. So obviously, like no one else's interpretation is going to like satisfy that itch that you. But got. that's why I like this Stanley Kubrick movie the best because he does take all the. F- scariest things about the book and highlights them like the blood coming out of the elevator is like one of the greatest scenes of any movie but i do just want to get back to how bad that miniseries was and like how wrong stephen it's king not was bad. Yeah, yeah it's just it's just it sort of bad. it's just sort of like uh it's paced weird and the focus is more on like well here's, here's the thing, the thing. Sorry, we just... Go ahead, Oh, shit. I mean, it's like four hours long. Check your bingo cards. We got a double, here's the thing. When, as a writer, right, when I hand a script over to a director, I take all fucking, like, uh, 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 precious... I, I can't think of the word. Like, it's theirs now. It's not mine. It's not for me to say, like, oh, you should be doing it this way. It's now theirs. It's and the director's to do whatever he wants. What supports with. what you're saying, or or how or much the writers get paid versus the directors? It's the director's thing at this point. You're you you're 100 percent right. A That's how everybody treats medium. it. Yeah, like even if you're a writer who's writing screenplays for the same medium, directing is like. And listen, directors get too much credit. I'll tell you that. Uh, right yeah, now. I agree. Directing I so is, agree. Directing is easy. Directing is 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 is. Uh, uh, what's it called when you give jobs to other people? Designated. It's not that it's easy. It's just that you have to. Well, it's not uh, easy, but it's not as delegate. Yeah, you you have to delegate so much to other people that. If, but, if but, the person's but, not doing their job well, but then it reflects on you. Yeah, exactly. But like when you, there are times that I've experienced a bunch of random people, not say random, but people coming together and having the same creative focus and everybody's better because of everybody else. This creative synergy, you know, and, and there are a yeah. lot of movies that where that, that happens and everybody's so happy and they, they're so happy that they bring everything they can to it. 
and then the director gets all the credit. And it's like, oh, well, let's see your next movie, dude. But that's why. I mean, I'm, dude, it could be girl too. I'm just no, saying. No, but that, like, like, I don't try. I don't follow directors well, anymore cr- because. No, no, no. But the but the the best directors are the ones who go like, that's this 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 guy fucking nailed it over here. So I'm gonna keep hiring him. Yeah. This lady over here nailed it. That's why there's there's good producers too. Like you, uh-huh. like when you look at the credits and you see producers, you're like, oh, they just fucking like. Get, like we're hi- we're hired by the studio to like fucking oversee the thing. There are good producers who will be like, "Do you really think that like they should be like whatever?" Well, Val Luton is probably like my favorite. There's a million good yeah. producers. I mean, because he was they, someone they get, that they get he, no credit. as a producer made his mark on every film. But that's the thing. That's why they get to accept the 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 best movie award is because they oversaw even the director. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like but even Robert are, Evans is pretty good. It's like Robert people, Evans, yeah. I mean, Robert Evans is like Lauren Michaels. I'm just saying, like, like a producer who really sees the vision of the film will will stand out. Exactly. But I'm talking about like the lower ones too, like the little the littler producers. Like sometimes they'll have good things to say. I I, I mean, this is like so fucking inside baseball at this point. But like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. We're getting yeah. into the uh, the the. The nooks and crannies. I'm just saying, there's good producers and there there's bad producers, and for the most part, like you only hear bad things about producers because like there's no good things to to say about well, the. And good there producers. there are a lot of. Pro- I mean, I could go off on producers all day, but there are a lot of. Pro- Here's what I say about the state of today's comedy, is that there are so many producers, and not even, even big action movies too and whatnot, but like, oh, like when you start to take, people can give you credit. If you if you're good at your job, great. People give you credit, but when you start to take credit for doing a good job, and then uh, uh, this thing that I bitch about all the fucking time, the movie uh, Meet the Parents, when Robert De Niro, he was a secret whatever he worked, whatever secret military, whatever he did. No, he was like a retired CIA yeah. agent, I think. And so when he did the thing where he pointed at his eyes and the, and then pointed at the other guy like I'm watching you, <laughs> you know, you know that thing. I, I never saw that movie. Well, anyways, he does this, points at his eyes and then points at him like I'm watching you, you know. So for the for the, la- the decade after that movie, for some reason, that was he- here's a situation where that guy was being serious, but it was a funny moment. But so, that was your introduction to that move, right? Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, introduction to the move in in a, in a, in, a, in a funny way. I've definitely seen that before. In a, in a serious if manner, if guys are like behind a wall and there's a shooter, and yeah. they go like that. They yeah, do. right. So here's a situation where you take something serious and you put it in a funny situation, and then all of a sudden people took that as a joke because it was a funny moment. And so from that point on, I've even I've even watched a producer do this. Can we do? Can we, hey, can we do something funny here? Just have them do this, and they point out that funny thing. And so there are producers walking around that like will try to add a joke to a scene and they're not understanding the tone of the scene. Sure. And, but and then there are the ones who do, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, that's the thing. That's why the producers is, like, the shittiest role in Hollywood. I mean, they're not because they're all fucking... They're all, like, the most fucking inflated egos, like, conceited people. Yeah. But everyone, if you, Have you get guys a seen good the movie, one... The Player? Yeah. That, that describes it perfectly. Of, like, 
this is like what a producer does. That describes the bad version. That's the version. I'm just saying that is pretty much every producer. No, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they're not all like that. Yeah. There are good. There are good ones, producers. but your, your average producer is in that movie. Sure, it's like, yeah, sure, yeah. But, that, it, it, but it's an ego but thing. But that's the thing. It's but like no, like like that's the thing. Like those notes that they give you. You work around them, or you work into them. You apply and like, them and, and make them work. I, I saw that movie as a really young person, so I didn't understand Hollywood or inner workings. And right. It was, well, it's it was satire. I know, but it was kind of like amazing because then I saw like, oh, that's how movies are made. You know, it was like my introduction to the process. I never you saw just it. make a music video, and then you get a. Wait, well, how did he? I can't remember. It's, it's Tim Robbins, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, and then, it's, but then the end is him making a horrible music video, and then them going like, "Oh no, yeah, no, no. you're he, back." He makes he ah, makes a. It's not a music great. video. It's like a it's like a shitty fucking like Shawshank Redemption ripoff, like a terrible movie. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of like a comedy. Version like of in the player. movie, he keeps like fighting for making a good movie, and then he ends right. up making like a blockbuster. With like Julia Roberts and all the famous actors, I get, I get that uh, mixed up with like, um, ugh, fuck, swimming with sharks, and then there's there's also another one. So, uh, see, the player is is more like, it's more realistic than swimming with sharks, where it's like kind of like absurd. Where I think the player is like a commentary on like, here's the shittiness of Hollywood. And is like, that an Altman movie? Yeah, yeah, and it's it's got that like, there's a vibe where everyone at the party is like. Oh my God! So and so's doing this. Holy shit! Like it's like more of like, this is what I really mean, talk about fucking inside baseball. Like I, I know I'm yeah, amazed yeah. that that movie was successful because it's like, great. Gives it? it's, it's good. Great. Uh, no, it, I know, but like it's if great you, because. But it's if you got, don't like Altman, it's like the least. No, the, I know. Also, if you're not a Holly, if you're not in the business, like w- I don't understand. I mean, sure, people will still like things, but it's like. If it's I, it, too inside, how can how, inside, how can other people like it? It's showing you like. Like, look at how fucking low and and seedy everyone is. I mean, I guess like Willie, really, I understand the criticism, but you could say the same thing about um. Oh shit! Now, now I'm fucking failing the the mammoth play, the uh, uh Jack Lemon and uh and uh. Oh, you mean uh the Donald Trump SNL guy? I know it's uh, Alec Baldwin. Yeah, it's uh you got coffees for closers. God, what the fuck is it called? Uh, Glenn Glory, Glenn Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just about selling real estate. And so it's like, that's not interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, it's the best. It's the best play slash movie that there is. That, that's what I feel about the player is, is good because it's like they're showing you, like, look at how fucking well, shitty everyone you is. You know what's funny? Like, I always laugh anytime any when a group, a group of people start talking about why they like something. Like, like us doing it now yeah. I'm, I'm like because because we all like things for different reasons and obviously some things hit the masses and people try to crack that code of well do what you think's good but also try to make other people like it too or whatever and it's like there's no way it's it, i mean like it is just luck you you can be good at it but i've you know we've seen the best make the worst and it, it's funny to me in this whole process of like oh i, I got this I got this, uh, Steven Spielberg, AI, you know, what, whatever, whatever. Dude, of course. I mean, like, like so, oh, man. So now we're just talking about Hollywood, so I'm sorry <laughs> to our listeners. But, like, <laughs> if you look at, like, Christopher Nolan, like, he makes Memento, which is, like, super independent. What was his previous thing? Like, Unbreakable? Following? Or? You're thinking of M. Night Shyamalan. 
No, uh, no, Nolan did the following, which was a black and white movie. It's really right. good. I, and then he did. The so he did show. the following indie style, and then yeah. they were like, okay, some. I, it was probably Miramax was like, all right, get do a movie, and then he did uh, Memento. Memento, which is like fucking it's great. An, uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's so it's awesome. fucking amazing. Yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. If of you it. haven't seen it, man, grow up and Memento watch is it. an absolute fucking gem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then like he starts getting studio picks based on Memento, right? And then like what did he do before Batman? He did uh fuck. There was one at least one big thing before the Batman. You're right. Memento and then oh. Oh. He did Insomnia. Oh, the Robin Williams yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, a yeah. remake of a of like a Russian movie. The original is fucking awesome. I think it's Russian. It's the original's really good. Uh, I was thinking a one hour photo. Then, What's Insomnia? No, and then Insomnia Insomnia's is like based he, he's in, like in Alaska. Alaska. Yeah, and it's it's actually pretty decent movie. It's pretty good. I don't know if I saw it. So yeah, he did a super artistic. But my movie. point is, so then like he he does Batman right, and like I don't know who his cinematographer was. Did he even write that Batman? With his brother. Okay. So, I And that know. was amazing. I, well, but here's the thing. The first one was not, really. Yeah, if you watch it again, like, it's not that good. The first one uh, well, is bad. I mean, to me, it was... But The Dark Knight is awesome. Like, fucking genius. Yeah. To me, to like, me the, the that first should have been one the first was one. so good because, right. because I didn't feel like superhero movies were ever taken as serious. So it might not, it may not have been as good, but it was. Well, like, it definitely to me, the, was a sea change of like, okay, yeah. now we're doing, now we're doing like dark style. That made me, that made me like excited. I was like, wow, they. Dark Knight they, is they based on um, Alan Moore, but that's the stuff. thing. Yeah. He was just mimicking like where the comic books were yeah. going. The comic books were going like, oh, we're gonna do. I think like, it's uh, style um, stuff. Killing Joke, right? What's that? It's based on Killing Joke, Dark Knight, where it's where a Joker like oh, kidnaps Barbara Gordon. Kidnaps Christopher Gordon's daughter. And because, like, I mean, obviously, like, the couple of the X-Men movies did pretty good. And, then you know, and then I, did, I, I liked what they did with that. But it was just still too big budget and but wasn't as dark. But here's the thing about the, the best X-Men movie was three. Right? That one was the... No, the second really is bad. the best the second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brian Cox one? Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's just the because best Brian Cox was fucking amazing in it. And, like, Brian Singer's a pedophile. Like, he's... Brian Singer is a... Notified. I have a pedophile. theory that you're not a good filmmaker unless there's something wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, but there's something you wrong have, with like, everybody. I know. I'm just saying, like, really good filmmakers. Well, please have... don't make the point that yeah, yeah, pedophilia. Is... No, I'm not saying pedophilia that, makes a good and filmmaker. If you're a pedophile, you should get into filmmaking. <laughs> I guess. I. But my my whole thing is like, okay, so like, uh, uh, now I've completely forgot uh, Dark Knight or oh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan. He does the Dark Knight, which is like genius, it's like one of the best movies in the yeah, world. Yeah, man. And for then he reals. does for um, Inception. Inception, which is like I think really good. Yes, uh, yeah, I love yeah. Inception. It is good. And I don't know that it would have made the hallmark of well, you like know, he everybody's. Wanted to make Inception way before. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, but but I'm sure that he used the exact same people on Dark Knight. He probably brought yeah, them over yeah. onto uh-huh. Inception. Yeah, and so it's like. You got to have that team that's really good yeah. to make a really good movie. And then he made the third one, which sucked. Yeah, because I think he was just fill, fulfilling his contract. And then I didn't see the. Well, I heard that he actually didn't want to make that movie because it right. was very based on the Joker. But then Heath Ledger died, yes. so he had to like fill in the gaps with like Scarecrow and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, also, like, if you don't want to make the movie, then don't make it too 
plus hours. He long. had like a contract. He had to just no, finish it then out. Then make it a ninety minute movie. <laughs> like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. Yeah. No, I know. And then I heard Dunkirk was good, but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. I, you know, I just I you know I can't watch too many war movies. Dude, I can't what? either. I hate Here's war movies. Here's my problem with war movies. It's too it's too large of a scope. Well, the like, best war movie is Third Man, and it's not even about war. It's about someone that's just around, like and and shit's fucked What's up. Third Man, some in, it's in, a Carol Reed and Orson Welles. Yeah, I mean, Wells. neither. I'm like, what it's is? a it's a '40s movie, but it it. To oh me, man, it's my, you with the forty. Every I know. movie you referenced today has been a forties movie. I know. I love that era, but I'm saying like that's not even about war. It's about people like in the mix of stuff. Well, I'll tell you this: the only like sort of like modern war movie that I like has been Saving Private Ryan. Me too. Because it's a because it's a small story. In I a like huge the Thin Red yeah. Line era. Yeah. Then Red Line, I had to watch like four times before I, I even I just, remembered it. To me, Saving that's Private Ryan—that's how I Ryan. feel. Like, I know I've watched it twice. I'm like, I have no idea what. I, uh, I like Sean Penn. That's all I remember. Ryan, Sean Penn. It's just about a bunch of guys trying to get up a hill, and it's Terrence Malick, and like I don't. But I, I'm more into his style than than Saving Private Ryan is just like a Save, normal. Yeah, movie. of course it is. But like, <clears> but us. I'm a I'm a writer, so I like story more than style, and so like. I can gr- I can grasp a group of guys going like we just need to get this private Ryan guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, but I can and what's grasp great is these guys just like trying to get up a hill for yeah, no reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what's a really good uh uh war movie is um Paths of Glory. Have you seen that? It's Stanley Kubrick. Is it from the 40s? Yeah. Or no, it's maybe 50s, but it's Stanley Kubrick and that's like cuz it it shows war in a sort of bad light at a time when like no other movies were like they were pro because it was all like propaganda kind of stuff. Yeah, it was like kind of like a an ugly side of war, and like it's really good. It's Kirk Douglas. Uh, it's great. That that's like Should a we, really good war movie. Yeah, but is it also Dirty Dozen's great? Well, that's is that a war movie? Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought that was a oh, western. dude, it's fucking it's in the style of a western, but it's a war movie. It's like a, well, I mean, I love John Cassavetes, so it's like. I'm addicted to like his acting. That's like that Robert Altman thing. I, d- I just can't get into it. Chick Cassavetes? Yeah. Oh, fuck. We Is need to b- talk more off camera. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I'll, I'll turn you on to him. L- let me ask you guys something about Ghost real quick. Um, when you... Because here's, here's the thing that throws me off. I've been to the... We've been to the Stanley. Our, our, a couple of our friends have some ghost stories there. Blue and Jed worked there for a summer. Whoa, I didn't know that. And they... Uh, they... They had to use the tunnels underground to go in between buildings. Where the little girl died? Yeah. And um, um, Jed had a story of of, of, of something. I, I remember. I don't remember it. And I think Blue did too. And they, but they both stayed there and they both kept. It was just one summer, but they both had instances from it that they believed in. And uh, uh, it, it, the Stanley weird. It Wait, weird, they both had you. Instances, you mean like ghost stories? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I wanted to ask him before today, but I, I forgot. Now I'm looking at that spider above your skateboard. <laughs> what? Oh, fuck. He's got to die. All right, I'll be off mic for a little bit. Spider over a skateboard. That's like a song. Uh, <laughs> there's a skateboard on the wall, and uh, there's a spider above it. And I've been, <laughs> I, it's like I can't focus when I'm looking at a spider because I'm like, where's he going? Where's he going? <laughs> he got him. Yeah. <laughs> shoe um but uh, uh so so like when you get to the stanley and you take the tour they tell you about the ghosts yeah and then i 
listen, I know that not every not everyone that has these stories heard the stories before. But when you're staying in a haunted hotel, and and you're staying it. in the most haunted room, you're gonna know about the ghost there. And so I, I it just makes me go like I. I only want to hear ghost stories when people didn't know something was haunted or yeah yeah and and, and you know that's that's what what a, what a priss I am to have to no 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 I think you're 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 thinking of it more of like when when is, is we said earlier like if you're expecting the ghost I think you're creating it with your mind yeah because I I've definitely created so many situations in my mind where like I. I am aware that I could have created a lot of. Things. So wait, how are you approved? I don't understand. Oh, just just like I only want to hear ghost stories of from people that didn't know that the room was haunted, which is impossible. Oh, you think that like because the Stanley has this like notoriety that they because because you know you know me and like I feel like the power of the mind is so powerful that. Hang on, real quick. Anytime you see a spider in here, you better tell me, like, immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's fucked up. I don't like those motherfuckers. Yeah, no, I don't either. Yeah, I don't trust I'm the same them. way. People are like, oh, let it live. And I'm like, listen, things that can infest will kill you. That no, spiders rats, are bad. Spiders, spiders are bad, yeah. dude. Kill them. Kill them. Sorry. Otherwise, Sorry, if, nature if, if you let everything live, then these things will kill you. So, anyway... You don't you don't respect ghost stories from people who are expecting to be uh, inundated with a ghost story by yeah, staying. In yeah, a place. and 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 I know that I know that being aware of I just feel like being aware of it can add your mental power to the situation and help. Right, it. but don't you think that's what most ghost stories are? I mean, that's yeah. that that's my sort of skeptic belief is like if you want to be freaked out, then you will create something. Yeah. And and I but I also think that there is a, a, a telepathic element there, uh, uh, or uh, uh, that, that that there is some brain power like here's that's the thing. translating Abed's, into the physical world from that. But Abed's story, like he had no, uh, uh, he wasn't preempted. Didn't know the. I, yeah. I didn't know that the place was haunted. Yeah. At all. It's it's exactly what you're saying. And even yeah, though he's yeah. crazy. And so it, and it, that, it, that that to yes, me, I am crazy. That to, right. to me makes me go, oh fuck. Like then you, it's real. you figured out something yeah. that somebody else is but trying the to fact, hide. The fact that that same sound effect showed up in that forties movie is what that's where I got. Do you think really that subconsciously fr- you had watched that movie before? No, and I had it. it. I hadn't seen that movie before. There's a lot of movies that I think I haven't seen, and then I see them, and I go like, I feel like I've but, maybe but, seen this before. But the fact that the same exact sound effect happened as what I experienced right. made me realize that like that is really shocking. It's shocking, and it's like where my I'm trying to tell you my ghost story makes me feel like that was really a ghost. Because if someone did experience, yeah, but then you also believe that you've heard heard souls on the beach. Yeah, I'm sa- I'm saying that there could be well, something was high that, that you're time. that you're calling a ghost that is a, a supernatural experience of sure, sure, whatever it was, something in another dimension or something. But like like their presence affected you, and you could see the results of it or hear the results of it. But let's say it wasn't a ghost. Let's say it was. Let's say it was someone in another dimension turning on their vacuum for a second. Whatever, whatever. I'm just saying that, like, that, like, if if there was something that we couldn't perceive that was going on in the world around us, and then maybe sometimes you could get a, sna- a snapshot of that perception, uh, you would attribute it. You 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 would make up what it was, no I matter mean, what. 
I mean, like, you're right. You're right. But in that I'm not scenario, sa- I'm not saying that that you're doing that. But I'm saying like this happens. Well, wait. Give an example of what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> here's a, here's a, okay. Here's an example. Uh, there there is a some being next to us, and uh, uh, he or sh- whatever. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to come up with a more creative example than 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 because I, I I'm not talking parallel dimensions. I'm talking spatial dimensions. So let's say there's a creature that just ate something, and 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 when it ate that, it made a noise, but it wasn't in our. We couldn't perceive it in our dimension. Wait, you're talking totally hypothetically. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. You guys want to pause, or should we just like keep going? We'll pause. Yeah, yeah, we can pause. All right, I just uh, we're we're back. I just want to say whatever I was trying to explain is like some hypothetical situation that I think is possible, but definitely doesn't happen. But I I was talking like, oh yeah, this ha- this does happen because I do believe that that there are things that happen around us that we can't perceive yet we we will catch perceptions of it happening. But I would say that's a matter of fact. Like I don't think anyone lives. And goes like, everything is as I see it. Like there's definitely other things happening. But right? I, I I I agree with what you're saying. But I just think most people don't think about it, and so it's like they don't even th- since they don't think about it. It's not like they don't believe it. Well, most people are stupid. I know. <laughs> I, you know, it's weird because I don't I don't like the idea that to say that I am smarter than everyone. But you, you don't have you, to. But you have to realize that. People are dumber than you, and I don't mean I am dumb as shit. I'm dumb as rocks, but I think we're all dumb, but we're definitely at least average. That means half of the population is dumber than us, which means they're so dumb that they don't even like contemplate. It's not just dumb; it's just that some people are just closed off, where they don't even want to hear. But when you say closed off, I in America, I specifically say that. Most people are brainwashed by capitalism. It doesn't well, mean that on. it doesn't have to be. Don't like, get on that soapbox because, like, I if you watch and this is not a plug, but if you watch Sasha Baron Cohen's new show, oh, it's so fucking good. It's well, it's if you like it's the, depressing. It's very depressing because, like, uh, just to sum it up, I mean, like, he goes to a town hall and he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna open a mosque. It's not gonna cost you anything," and they're like. They're like, we don't want terrorists here. Like, they don't understand that, like, Abed, you're a Muslim, right? Or you yeah. were. Well, I was. You grew up a Muslim. I was raised Muslim, but I don't practice. And how many how many buildings have you blown up? I mean, they, my, my the, dad. Just like, maybe one. The right? problem is. The no, problem no, we're, is, is we're that, peaceful Muslims. And, and I, you know, I, I throw it into capitalism, but Christianity specifically has villainized. Well, and, and so yeah. is. I, I well, but, but, it's, yeah, yeah. but it's not that. It's I was, not that. It's not. Wait, hang on, hang on. It's people not being educated and people like relying on the wrong. They're just inundated with the wrong information. It's brainwashing, and it's it's news based. It's the, that that was the saddest moment was watching that town hall meeting. It's like so, like knowing that there are people out there and those people are probably fine people. People are maybe try- they're not they're, because they're, one of them they're is trying like, to be nice, but they're not educated enough to know that. 
I, I, I would say, just say like I I would probably have breakfast with those people and like get along. Like they're not just like raging lunatics who are just like you're a piece of shit. They they they're just they that's what's wrong with America is they they've just been they're brainwashed. That's it. Yeah. They've just been brainwashed. They they're they're listening to all the wrong shit. And 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 brainwash is is a weird word. It's like people want to be good. They want to be nice, but you only are aware of what's put in front of you and you are putting the stuff in front of you. Sure, your family put stuff in front of you first. And then you you may have continued that. And I'm not saying that, you know, I always knock on organized religion, but. Well, that's brainwashing, uh, too. It is. It is brainwashing. And you need to realize that I don't mind. I don't mind if you choose that religion. I'm just saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're saying the same thing. It's like you need to think for yourself. You need to, like, explore the other side. I think apathy is like a huge thing that's been lost on like a lot of like these like white Americans like they don't understand that like someone who grew up in a different religion is still a person yeah they just think that and and and, and that, also hang on it's a catch-22 because because I'm saying like they think that the Muslims have been brainwashed to be like yeah. terrorists but I'm telling them that they've been brainwashed to think that the Muslims have been brainwashed to be terrorists yeah and it's always weird when 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 a, a religion says any religion, and I'm not saying that any of them specifically say this because it's people's interpretations, and so people can interpret something a certain way, and they can be 100% wrong, and the, and that doesn't make the religion wrong, uh, you know, whatever. I don't want to go into that, but but uh, when well, whenever the religion is definitely wrong, when somebody, all religions are wrong, I know, I know, and when somebody tells you that uh, people need to be punished for not believing or that they deserve something less than because they don't believe. You well, know, I just think like, the hubris of going like, oh, this thing that we think is definitely true. Like, how fucking get off your high horse. Like, why why do you think that you're so much... The thing that you believe in is better than everything that anyone else believes in? Like, fuck off. I say, I say if you, listen, if you believe something... Believe in it stronger by going back to the roots and fi- and, and 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 learn and and translate it for yourself. Well, because, then I'll turn that around on you because Willie. any fucking because you believe in aliens. I'm saying though that like like, <laughs> but at the, least Willie's version, like open minded and he's well, he admits that he doesn't know everything. Yeah, I, I, I've, you know what I mean. Like he's seeking more. I don't know if he there's is. There's people that are religious and and sort of I, like close minded where I, they've I, they've I, I've learned been enough. Gathering things my whole life because uh, uh, I, I talk to people about this at work all the time. People people are like don't waste your energy getting mad about stuff, and I go fuck you. You need to get mad about things, otherwise everything will slowly go to shit, and everything will will will, will be worse and worse because you you were you didn't get mad about something, you know. You need to get well. People don't understand that like well, I think depression don't, don't and anger are necessary emotions. Yeah, like like, like you know like th- those aren't bad things. I want I want you to be happy with the situation, whatever your situation is, you know. But if you're in a bad situation or if if let's say uh i don't know don't use anger to 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 just get mad about something use it to drive you to change something to be better that like like when people say don't get mad about anything 
I'm like, then you're already brainwashed because if you're happy about the way everything is, and I felt this way before Trump, you know what I mean? If you're happy about the way everything is right now, then uh, please don't have kids. <laughs> well, uh, to piggyback on that, I think like complacency is a virus. I think like being comfortable is is uh, is a road to apathy, which doesn't do anyone any good. Like if you're fine in your house, then like I don't know, read a read a newspaper or something. Like it it doesn't do anyone good for you to just be comfortable with who you are and to try uh, not who you are, but where you are in life. And it, and it, and to try to maintain the status quo because the status quo is constantly changing because the politicians are eroding our rights. Yeah, and I'm specifically saying, look at the world. Is the like like we in America are so fucking lucky. Like there, I'm not saying I'm not sure. Right. Like there, there's so many injustices happening, and 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 corporations are driving these injustices. Well, and also like we well, like we're lucky we have time to believe in ghosts. <laughs> and the energy exactly i mean for us to sit here for two hours and debate if ghosts exist oh, means man. that we uh, are like yeah uh, we're not sitting there worrying about are we gonna die tomorrow right yeah is someone gonna come to our door and we don't have us. to like do a coup to like overthrow some government that's oppressing us and it, 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 i just think i don't know and i i'm a hypocrite but like i i i adopted a cat you know, like I think, like if you're fine with where you are, find a find a cause to like do something. It doesn't have to be globally political. You could just be upset about like yeah, and, some and local thing. One thing that bothers me, and sure, I'm on my soapbox, but uh, uh, you can't just throw money at every problem. When I when you look at the whole oh, thing, sure you can. Ah, man, it bothers me. <laughs> like like okay, what what was the okay the 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 recent thing where, where immigrant families were separated from their kids, uh -huh. you know? Yeah. There's an organization that raised $20 million to bring them back together. Uh-huh. What the fuck is happening? Pressure. That's pressure on the government. But, but, and but, they, but and that they reversed $20 their... million, dollars, they, you still can't just walk in there because you hired somebody to go in there. I'm just I'm just well, saying money is a construct. Who gives a fuck about money? I'm like just bothered that's the by pressure that, that's the pressure that made the government, the Trump administration reverse their decision to do that shit. So like is if there's a groundswell. I, I, listen, I agree with that and I agree with these causes, but I, I just want to say, hey, show me the balance. Show me the balance sheet because 20 million dollars is a lot of fucking money. Who did you pay? Because you didn't. I didn't see twenty million people walking in getting paid a dollar. Whatever. If I gave ten dollars to this thing and then it got reversed, I don't give a fuck where it goes. Honestly, like, what's the point? As long as it worked, because isn't that the thing? But but this money, you want to make this, a change. This, this money, there's still there's still well, hundreds of people. About capitalism. Now you're just being a capitalist, going like, where's that money? But it worked. That that. That well, well, the idea worked. There's still so many people separated. No, the they can't policy find changed. The po the well, sure, of course. The, like the policy didn't change specifically because these guys raised money. Yes, it did. I would say so, because there was, I mean, maybe not directly, but like, put your money where your mouth is, type of stuff, right? 
You know, we need I ghosts just, because I just feel like the idea that throwing money at something is like is like the idea of letting somebody else deal if with you're it. Anti- I believe in, if you're anti-capitalism, then raising money against it is the only thing that you should agree with. But I, I, I just feel like you could get people together. I'm, listen, I just feel like I'm not saying that all of these organizations are corrupt. I just feel like there's a big. I just think you'll the, never be happy. Well, that's that, and 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 I'm, I'll never be. Like ha- you don't like the way that people are changing the world. No, no, no. But, it, but it, you it's know not what? that. I'm the saying. Is, I'm saying the whoever thing is, put it's that so together, much out of our control. Fucking made millions. That the, um, the yeah, tw- maybe. But then they'll get they'll get it. You know, the problem is like, that who gives a fuck if they did. Look, politics, and everything, it's, it's so much out of our control, just like ghosts, where, where like, we really don't have a say, and we think we do, and that's what but, they want. They we, want us to have that illusion but, of, like, we think we can and change I, the government. I agree with but you, we but can. we can. We can. No, we can't, because, honestly, they're going to always do what they do, and it's all money. You can't think that way. No, I, I know you can't think that way, but, unfortunately, unless there's some sort of, like, overthrow of the government there's a system in place that they have and they're not going to let it change but we can we can I know it has to literally take us to overthrow the government for it to change that's but uh, uh, but we can overthrow the government without violently overthrowing it no I, i'm not i don't mean violent i just mean time and people dying and like a new kind of regime takes over where capitalism is like done because right now we can't do anything like we're at the mercy of these like and money grubbing, listen, like well, the biggest thing to do right now is to get a third party mix into there because right now it's well, me versus okay. you. Okay, I mean, you guys, you guys, you guys are like holding your eyes. You're like the three monkeys. You're holding your eyes and your ears and your mouth when there are there are like there are things out there that you can donate to. I, I know. Well, donate. Look, the donate, free thought project. Donate makes you one, mentally yeah. feel like you're doing something, for but another. you're. Like no, no, you, you you can feel helpless all you want, but there are people out there trying to do stuff. You just have to find them. But you're not thinking the bigger picture of like, is there no, this necessarily is the a change? Like I, I've been wa- rewatching The Wire, and it's like, <laughs> what's crazy is that like everything is money, everything, and there's always someone at the top, but, but who but, just but, fucking just but, like, he's keeping shit going. He doesn't Wade's, care Wade, about Wade's like saying the right thing though. That like there are. There are companies out there that are that you should throw your money at. I know. Yes, and, and in the long run, you are going to help. However, it's really going to take another twenty years of like something getting. Twenty like, years is a is a is a microscopic amount of time. I just think that like right now, the old system is still working, and it's like based on these corrupt politicians and these like systems in we place. Need to get them out. They're, 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 what you guys don't understand is we don't un- we don't know what the fuck they're doing and they're up to no good. I understand it completely. Yeah, and, and it's Me like too. they they we have no fucking control. It's it's sad because that's what we're seeing now is it's hitting its boiling point. Yeah, but you can't throw your hands up and just be like, well, no, I'm not. Like I'm not matter. doing that. I, I I just I just feel like like yes, we can protest. Yes, we can throw money at things, but. It's really going to take a fucking, like, national, crazy fucking, like, overturn for ha- for a change to happen. That, and that, but that's what I'm saying. You need to get mad about, about the No, it's good to things. get mad. It's, it's, 
Right now, we we have to sow the seeds that will start the next revolution. Well, here, here's one thing. Can you get mad enough that you could become a ghost that was specifically trying to make positive changes? Oh, yeah. Then Ghosts are the answer. Because, like, you have to get outside of the whole bullshit of life and reality and death and, and just, like, be a sort of, like, floating around in the ether. I want some Wall Street ghost to fucking... Come back and fix everything. That, that's a good. Wait, that's Wall a good Adam, Adam Sandler movie, <laughs> The Wall Street Ghost. But those would be the those would be the bad guys. That, but they learned the biggest lesson once they oh, died. Oh, because they died. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, honestly, like if you, <laughs> I think if you're dead, you don't care about money or fucking uh, getting laid. You're just like you're over it. But maybe maybe you can come back and say, hey. Nothing matters, but nobody knows, so I'm going to fucking have to ghost that shit into your brain. I mean, th- I was thinking today about, like, and we need to wrap this up, but, like, I was thinking today about, like, if I sold a TV show and made, like, $10 million, right? And then I'm like, okay, I can live on $10 million for the rest of my life. Like, what does the rest of my life look like? Like, what am I doing? If I'm not, like, chasing that tiger. Yeah. And... I would have to say it would be like trying to like help other people, right? Like yeah. with with the fortune that I've come upon. What I, w- I don't understand about politicians is or 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 like CEOs, like they get so much money and they're like because isn't the game okay, like uh, like remember the South Park episode where they're playing they're playing a World of Warcraft uh-huh. or an analogy for it? And they're like, we got to get really strong so that we can beat this guy. So they kill sheep for like weeks and they get weeks and weeks and weeks and and they get really good. And then they kill the guy and then Stan or whatever goes like, okay, now what do we do? And Cartman's like, well, now we can play the game. And it's like, (laughs) once you get a million dollars, like, isn't that, isn't that the end? Like, or... Ten million. Well, that, that, maybe yeah. that's that's what you think is the end. No, but, but then you but, enter a new game. But but I think about that but all I'm the time. It, but what I'm like, saying what is, what do I like, think about when I'm not chasing it? Exactly. So these people who have like hundreds of millions of dollars, like what are they after? And they're just hoarding it. They're just hoarding yeah. all of their money for what? Their kids? But then like the world's gonna die in like a hundred years. I always wonder if. Okay, so yes, the system is corrupt, and people go into the system, and then they've realized that it only works if you get corrupt or whatever. It's like, I always wonder if the old school players are now blackmailing everybody to continue being corrupt, you know, where it's like you took one thing, and it's like, well, now you got to do whatever we say because we got this on you. I mean, maybe, but like, I just... It just seems it's I don't know. I just I just don't really get it. How how can the system how like can if the it whole be thing, so corrupt that like people won't even say how how bad it is? Well, we all okay. know. I mean like there's there's been like there's like senators who have gotten elected and then so what happens is you go you like you have all the best intentions, right? You're like a grassroots guy. You get elected, you're like I'm going to do the best for my fucking constituents. I'm going to do everything cool. You get to fucking Capitol Hill, and then they're like, hey, if you don't vote for this fucking bill, then we're going to fucking ostracize you, and you're never going to have a political career ever again. And so these guys are like, oh, wait, so it's like bipartisan. Like, there's nothing I can do here. 
and then they just end up quitting. Yeah. And so it's like it's completely rigged. It's like a two-party system that's completely rigged. And I and I'm saying this as a nonpartisan like this is just the fact. Regardless of where you go in, you're expected to play for your team, and if you don't play for that team, cuz there's 50 other people yeah. or whatever the what however many are in the house of representatives like you're just done. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Well, I just if think you get politics re-elected. is you set won't up ever pass anything that will matter. I think politics is set up to where you just pass the the problems this is back to the wire. You just pass the problems on to the next guy. And like you're just kind of passing the buck. You're well, not even trying to better anybody because why politics don't work is everyone's thinking of career. They're not thinking of Well, like, yeah. I mean, that's true. Yeah, they're not thinking of like trying to fix the problems and to fix the problems we have to get over capitalism because we have to get over the sense that you're no, just accumulating. No, you don't have to get over capitalism. You have to take the money out of politics. You have to take the money out of politics and you need to educate. Those are the two things that need to happen. Yes, and that won't happen in our lifetime probably. We're working on it though. We're I working mean, on it, like, but I mean we're sowing the seeds now, but we're seeing now like the worst version of this. You know, we're we're looking at what capitalism can create. I don't know. Create. I think maybe Jim Crow was like worse than No, what I'm just we're saying seeing. like no, not really because the, our leader of the free world is a fucking capitalist monster. It's like we're seeing here's where well, success will get you in politics. Like No, that's where the cult of personality will get you. Like No, I, I, but it, he, it's like it's showing you like this is the worst evil that can happen in this system. And it makes people think, like, this system is probably going to... It should end. I mean, tone it back a little. He's not the... He's definitely not the worst. I don't... I'm not saying he's the worst. I'm I'm saying, like, you're you're seeing, like, he's a monster of the system. Like, he's a monster of, like... But he's not, though. He's a cult of personality guy who said, like, I'm going to fuck the system and then got voted in because everyone's upset about the system. So he got voted in and now he's just taking advantage of it. Yeah. Right, but at the same time, it's like it, I think it shows people like, hey, maybe we we gotta fucking change shit, <laughs> you know? Because I think everybody on the left and right wants to change shit. Yeah, but, I but, think but, Donald Trump is the uh, president because all the people on the right were like, we have to change this shit. Unfortunately, greed. And then he came with a bunch of racism. Unfortunately, greed and like and like status is is ruling the the, the system. You know, it's like you, you just want to be on top. I just, well, yeah. Agree. I wouldn't blame it on capitalism. I would blame it on systematic, like, government. I think it's capitalism reaching its 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 peak. It's, like, now becoming a... Uh, uh, it's r- crony capitalism. I mean, no, because, like, capitalism, it, it is about, like, get as much as you can. Like, Comcast and, and, would like, not be as big as they are if they didn't pay lawmakers. So it's not capitalism. It's, it's I mean, bribery. It's, it's just a system that shows you that, like... If you win, you have to like. No, it's a system where we we allow our elected representatives to take bribes. If we could just get rid of that one thing, then like. But we can't. Everything would be better. We can't because at the at the time or at now, this is the best way we know how to do things. But there is like so many flaws. That no, are we like, t- we can get rid of it. Like, we can totally get rid of it. That's what has to happen. If it if we don't get rid of it, but the other side of that. What, what I mean, the reason why I keep trying to bring up like greed, Ghosts? greed in this oh, is greed. that uh, let's say, let's say let's say we fix politics and 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 everyone's voices are being heard. 
everybody's as a population is still corrupt. You look at these these industries of music, entertainment, sports, whatever, whatever. Just like like the idea is, we we've, we've taught everyone that being greedy is okay because we everyone that we that a lot of people look up to is fucking rich and and greedy. You know, like like. So we like, taught anyone that. I don't think that's what little kids are thinking when they go like, "Oh, look at fucking Microsoft. That guy's greedy as shit. That guy gives away but, so but, much but of his my, money." But nobody's watching. These kids aren't watching Microsoft. They're watching Kobe and wh- whatever. I, I'm not saying that he's like a good example of being greedy, but 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 these people make millions and millions or wh- whatever. I'm saying your your idols going look uh, 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 are this. Th- most kids, when you ask them what they want to do today, in the situations that I've seen them being asked, and this is in every situation, they say they just want to be a YouTuber. And I even talked to a kid who wanted to be a YouTuber recently. Yeah, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a fucking NFL star. But, I wanted to be an NBA star. But the idea is is, is that... <laughs> kids are stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but they want, you know, when we... I'm not trying to be old man. It's like, oh, I wanted to be a fireman and help people, whatever. Yeah, I'm but s- when you were a kid, you weren't like looking at Tom Cruise and being like, oh, that'd be cool if I was Tom Cruise. What did you want to be? Astronaut. Astronaut? Yeah. It's better than us. <laughs> but uh, uh, but but what, what, whatever, it doesn't matter. All I'm saying, though, did is Did you want to be a quarterback? I didn't want to be anything. I just knew that I would be a quarterback. Yeah. I wanted to be like a point guard. Yeah, I was but, a point guard guy. But uh, 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 I was a running back, not a quarterback. Uh, uh, <laughs> running back's cooler. I'm yeah. saying though that the reason why you wanted to be that it's not it's not I'm not saying that now is different than before, but you wanted to be that because that was a glorified to you in some way, whether it be being the hero, whether it be being make money, whether it be being in the spotlight. These are all greedy things. For them, I mean, like you know, like that's not why you want that. Though. No, I want. I just love basketball. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you want to be greedy. I'm saying the reasons why you want them is stems from a greed. I mean, it was a greed for attention, not for money. It was part but, but to of me that, the greed but for I attention also loved, is the same thing as money right now. So, I just love that a job involved be playing but basketball. But really, I mean, you just want us all to. You want you want children who can't even control their emotions to want to be. Mahatma Gandhi? No, no, no. I want. I. I just want people to want to be aware of other people. The way that the mentality yeah, but that comes with age. Like, I'm sorry to nitpick this. You can't. You can't look at children and be like, "Oh, hey, everyone should be aware of it of everyone else." Like, that's something that comes with. Like, you got to be at least 25 before you even get into that shit. If you're 22, you don't even know what we're talking about. You're like. I got a business degree. I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to marry a woman. I'm going <laughs> to retire. I'm going to have two kids. It's going to be great. Uh, but the, the, the ideologies of, of, of you know, I, fuck, man. It, 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 it's, I'm not saying as a kid you should want to fix everything, but you shouldn't want, aspire to be. No, I'm just saying don't use them as an example of like what the perfect society is i just think greed is good i'm wall street i i feel like you know i, uh, I always I look to greed, canada greed, because greed has like its place a better but place of of 
yeah being a part of a community it's like yeah no listen way. you no can way. you can be an athlete but 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 like you're a part of something no you're romanticizing something that you've I never am, i am i am been a part of like but i talk to a lot of canadians their own problems i know i know they do you you hang out with a lot of canadians i'm envious i, I mean you know of, of of anybody of everybody i've talked to that i've met in my life I am I am more impressed by Canadians than anybody else. Yeah, but how many they're, they're Ugandans kind of, have you talked to? I mean, to? he's right though. Canadians kind of have it made because no, they're they they're don't. not focused on bullshit. What? Yeah, so you guys and are like crazy. You're totally romanticizing something. No, I'm not. No, I think they're that's a dude, better I've way met of Canadians life. Canadians and they're the exact same as we are. No, they're Come they're a little on. bit nicer. No, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> they're kind of nicer. I'm the nicest guy in the world. Well. I'm not. I'm not saying you're. You're the. Barometer. I just think. I just think. Like, listen. You can have a problem with society. I know that they have racist people too. Just and, because and I say Canadians ha- have it made, I'm not saying that you are wrong. That's where. That's where I think. No, you're, you're, I think. I think there's a danger in going like. I, I think. Oh, it would you be take better it personally if we were like that, when I say. You don't know anything about them? No, but you take it personally when I say all, that all something is all better. All I'm saying is, is of all the Canadians that I've met and talked to. When I talk to them, I feel like they they feel more connected to their society. That's all. I, I'm, I'm not saying that that they're the best fucking people in the world or anything. I'm I've just, talked to Canadians who all they want to do is move to Hollywood. <laughs> uh, well, I, I I know I know, and I'm not saying that that isn't true. But I'm saying of everyone that I've talked to in my life, I felt like Canadians felt like that. I've I've taken this from them. I'm not saying that they're all perfect or anything. I'm saying that like. I've taken from them that they feel they are aware that they are a part of something that uh, they need to be a part of society. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that they're. Well, I can't refute that. How do you feel about Canadian ghosts? Uh, I've never had any experiences one way or the other. Well, Canadian I, ghosts don't exist because I, they would I just be apologizing the whole time. I just. <laughs> You have a weird bias on Canadians. That, like, like the, the the ghosts would even if they're whether they're aware of a ghost or not, they wouldn't make waves. Well, they'd be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Am I in your home now? Oh, fuck! I'll get out of here." Just yeah. No, like like. <laughs> now nah, let's end this. Uh, anyway, you know the sequel to The Shining. Uh, it's called Doctor Sleep. It's like a book. is is great. All right, noted. I recommend. That. Is that your plug? I just wanted that to be my last thought. Okay. And then is that your plug also? I guess so. Do you want to plug your twit? No, I, I my podcast is coming back in a couple weeks, but we're Riffin Gone Riffin with yeah. Abed Gaith and yeah, Rich and on Fulcher. S- on Starbirds Audio. Look for it soon. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And right. uh, we'll be back in, in full form, karate chopping. And we're All gonna have our well, first guest will be Jizza from you're the Wu Tang Clan. Whoa, for real? Yeah. That's yeah, a good what? get. He's dude. a buddy. Yeah, yeah. What? Pretty cool, right? Yeah. Yeah. Can you Well, when that? you run out of celebrities, have us on there. You guys will be on in this new run, I'm sure. All right, good. So we'll see you all on Gone Riffin on Starburns Audio. Willie, anything? And and you know what we'll do? We'll we'll do a thing where we do yeah. your show on our show. So we'll, we'll have do a, a topic. flip. We'll do a flip. We'll do like a flip thing. Yeah. yeah. Although I've our show is basically that. just us fucking around. I mean, it is, but I, I've always wanted to do that, and you guys are going to be my first experiment. So, okay, cool. Yeah. Let's book it. Call up the booking agents. Hey, beep boop boop boop. Booking phone. Like, hey, make it happen, uh, Johnny Agent. Well, do <laughs> Johnny Agent, everybody.
Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening, Willie. You said nothing. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Um, I'll I'll just say Willie bad movies for Willie. And uh, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry for the politics, but yeah. we are fucking nonpartisan here. Everything we say is with passion. Yeah. Passion politics. Are you registered as a Democrat? Uh, yeah, I think so. I only was to vote in the primary. I, I, I'm not, uh, I wasn't for a long time. If I have to pick what I would pick, that's for the time. <laughs>